0: Or, like, Greece and stuff like that. I get it. Everybody's there to show off where they are traveling, right? Yes. You see, you see the, the women in their, like, bikinis and some butt
1: sheets. A lot of butt sheets,
0: right?
2: A lot of butt sheets. A <laughs> lot of butt
0: sheets.
1: Um, Everybody's got two. You know, you know, this
2: is a weird, weird world. What is happening? Why am I not recording?
0: Yeah.
2: Like, old, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember when that happened. I didn't
0: feel good about it.
1: I It's
2: like, oh, uh, <laughs> Well, you, well, actually, what I did because I didn't have <laughs> I've been infamously known for not having insurance for a long. Like, I did that for like seven years. Yeah. It is twenty-five. Yep, because I'm it's thirty-two. 25. Yeah. Okay, yes, and I just started getting insurance this year. yeah 32 now (laughs) yeah so i didn't have insurance health insurance for seven years i was like my thing is i feel healthy i take i make it a point to be healthy to like take supplements and to exercise and to not eat like complete shit even though there was a time when I, i wouldn't give shit like i would just I've been nasty with my dieting. I think you were just having that conversation with Vom Marie. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: There was just times where I just wouldn't care. Oh. Like I would just go through a like a Philly cheesesteak with now, chili on it's top of it. Oh yeah? Bad. What's your thing? What's your, so, your guilty eateries?
0: Man, cheese fries. <laughs> Mother's cheese fries.
2: <laughs> Smothered cheese fries. Smothered, like, what are they like smothered in, just you cheese? You put
0: some cheese, some bacon on them, or mm. like... Oh, like, yeah, like loaded. Yeah. It's like, like a heavy burger, like a bacon cheddar burger, you know? I know And what the burgers nowadays is like so expensive.
1: Like where?
2: If you um, go to like a Five Guys, Five Guys are super right. expensive, but you can get such good burgers. Because the they have... With
0: five Guys, like, so... I have a lot of health issues. Like one my number one thing is like I'm allergic to about almost everything. Like growing up, I you know, I'm allergic to like tree nuts, all types of nuts, macadamians, uh, peanut oil. Even the smell can like that reaction I could go to a hospital. Like the smell alone. I remember when Whoa. in elementary school
2: So a peanut butter is a no no. Yeah. Like if you smell peanut butter. Smell
0: peanut butter is definitely not a go because actually this happened probably in the first grade in elementary school. I remember I went to Sinclair.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I know that is. Yeah,
0: it happened there. We were going for lunch, and you remember those like cafeteria long tables? Oh yeah. Um, My friend was eating one of those lunches that it's called like sealed with a kiss
1: lunches mm. and it
0: had like crackers and a cup of peanut butter like a hershey's kiss like oh, okay. all the protein like a uh, banana in there and i knew like i was how old are you usually when you're in first grade six,
2: um like, like six, six, six 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 seven maybe yeah
0: i remember clearly my parents i was like don't don't go near peanuts i'm like okay So when I remember that, I remember my classmate was eating peanut butter crackers. So I'm like, oh, they're eating peanuts. I'm going to go slide on this way to the other end of the table. And I'm talking to my friends and I turn this way and she's in my face with the peanuts. Right. I I didn't panic because I don't know anything. You know, when you're a kid, you're like you're accustomed to everything. It didn't feel wrong. But I'm like, it smelled weird for me. Right. But I didn't do anything. So when we got back to the class, and and by
2: the way, what you're just saying is that she's just been eating peanuts and she's just breathing she in, your, in,
0: in your in your face. Yeah, she was breathing okay. in my face because you know how like kids are talking and their mouths are like open and stuff.
1: <laughs> she just, so, just I just smelled
0: spewing her
2: like peanut spores I into your smelled face.
0: Melt her breath within that vicinity. Oh. Um, so I we get back to the classroom. This was a time, like, in first grade, I remember is when, do you remember Hooked on Phonics? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, like, we had the Phonics card. Um, so, we're all, like, after lunch, we were sitting down on the floor, and the teacher is, like, on the stool, like, going through her, like, flashcards. And then suddenly, uh, a teacher comes in the classroom, and I was called down. They're like, oh, we need you in the nurse's office. And I'm like... Um. Okay. Why? <laughs> like, I'm not sick or anything. So, I'm going downstairs and I'm going down this long hallway to the nurse's office. And I noticed that there were, like, adults, and in a blue uniform. You know, like the the M T, like firefighters. Yeah. Seven. And there was like six of them, and I started to cry, cause I'm like. I'm thinking my first thing in my head is like, am I in trouble? (laughs) But I'm at a nurse's office, right? I'm not at a principal's office. But I'm like, I started to cry. I'm like, what's going on? Um, Apparently, um, I had an allergic reaction. And they were checking my breathing and everything. Apparently, my neck was like swollen.
2: Oh, so you had no idea that it happened because you're six years old. Yeah. You know, seven tops. But everyone's looking at you and they're just like, hey, man. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Look at her neck. <laughs> Look at her neck. Like, yeah. Holy shit. Like, we should so call I somebody. didn't know what was going on. And then so, like, I mean, I was fine. Right. Um, but, like, they called my parents. And then my, like, I don't know if it was, like, my mom or my dad I was talking to. All I remember is hearing them saying, like, do you want to go home? And I was kind of like, yeah, I want to go home. Because I don't know what was going on, honestly. hmm so, from then on, like I knew my parents took me to like you you know like the allergist mm-hmm. and we got like a really detailed uh test where they like they prick you um with like certain stuff on the um they have like uh like peanut like a little peanut oil um oh. they have all these things and they prick you down um. Usually it's in your arm, but, like, back then they had it on my back. Okay. So they'll, like, prick you, and then they wait about 10, 15 minutes for that uh,
1: reaction. Reaction, yeah.
0: Because you know, anaphylaxis takes about 10 to 15 minutes to happen or whatever. So um, that's when I knew I was allergic to penis, macadamians, all tree nuts, everything, and even to the point of the smell. So
2: and but you said you're allergic to all sorts of food. So but is all it all
0: sorts of food. So that's just one yeah, that's all that's, that's awesome. just one thing. Um and then as I got older, I grew into more allergies. Usually Damn! It's, not, it's usually the opposite
2: You grew into allergies. I grew into it. <laughs> How the hell does that happen? Like Like were you eating items and they were fine? And then yes.
0: it,
1: what? And then I, some
0: they were just fine, and then one day, my body's just, like, rejecting it. So, like, for example, I remember my mom used to make these, like, uh, it's like she would smash some avocado in a jar. i put some milk and some sugar. Whoa. It was really good. Um,
2: smash avocado, milk, and sugar? I, yeah. No one that is listening that will be listening they probably listen. they're don't gonna know be like
0: what what? they don't know what that is i don't remember much have you
2: anything. ever seen anyone else have that no. or eat that yeah no. okay okay
0: uh maybe it was just my mom
2: <laughs> <Looking>
0: <laughs> like where'd she get shit? this from <laughs> but the um i used to have avocado all the time and then what was it this was maybe i don't know like in my 20s because um, I haven't had avocado since um, we were at Walmart. I remember this very clearly. We were at Walmart and my mom's like, oh, here's here's a smoothie. Try some. I'm like, okay. As soon as I sipped it, it was avocado, right? Like one little sip, like the sip that you just did right now. Right. I was like, something's wrong.
1: <laughs> Something Something's wrong. wrong. Something's off.
2: And
0: Something's I gave it back to my mom. I'm like, "Mom, something doesn't feel right." And I just suddenly felt really hot, and I had hives all over both of my arms. I remember my mom's friend was there, and she was trying to. She got ice from that Dunkin' Donuts there at Walmart, and she's like, "I need a cup of ice." She started like rinsing me down with it because I was itching so bad um and so we went to the doctors they gave me pretty much like benadryl
1: yeah
0: and they gave me an IV and everything and so i learned i was allergic to avocado that day <clears throat> um i they said i'm allergic to shellfish so i don't really mess with like the lobsters or crabs you know um but i can eat shrimp and I don't know if calamari
2: is a shellfish. No, uh, yeah, because it's, it's squid. Yeah, yeah. Like. so no shell there. Um,
0: but shrimp I can
2: eat. Although that's weird because shrimp is definitely, would you call that casing on it a shell? You know that you have to unwrap it from? <laughs> unwrap it is funny, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Technically, yes, that's what you're doing is you're peeling
2: it Pe- Peeling it off. Peeling, much better <laughs> word. By the way, you told me you're not good with words.
0: Yes, I'm not.
2: What does that mean when you say that? Like, what do you mean? You're not good with them?
0: Um, I feel like my my words, I could be better educated wise on like um what type of words to use.
2: Um, oh, you just feel like you have a slim vocabulary. Yeah. Okay. I
0: feel I have a slim so vocabulary.
2: often when you're speaking to people and like you're trying to, I don't know how often this happens, but you're trying to really express. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of thinking about you talking to your mom and being like, mom, something's wrong. <laughs> it's not. Ve- I mean, one, you're a child when that happened, but it's, it's not very uh, <laughs> specific. Right. But we know something's off. Yes. Something's wrong. Right. So when you're explaining to people nowadays, something's off or it's wrong or you're trying to express yourself, how you feel inside. I imagine those are probably the more difficult Things to talk about, like what's going on inside your psyche, or like, yeah. wh- like where do you find it most difficult to express? Like, what is like, what are you trying to talk about where you feel like you're not really getting the idea out?
0: Honestly, it just really, I think it just depends on the conversation, like okay. the topic of conversations. But you know, also let's I, get this microphone closer. <laughs> I also have like a hard time finding birds. When you're at a doctor's office, right, and they're asking you like, "Oh, how's how are things going?" or like if you're in the ER, right, they're getting your chief complaint. And they're like, "Okay, so what's going on?" You're trying to describe what's going on, and you can't get the correct, mm. the correct um, terminology, and they're you know the nurses are looking at you <laughs> like, "Okay, what?" <laughs> So, you're
2: they're like, we're trying isn't. to help you, but I can't understand what's <laughs> wrong, so I don't know where to start. Like, that's what they're thinking. Yeah. I mean, what are you saying? You're like, well, listen, I'm hot. I know that. Yeah. Um.
0: Absolutely. Dizzy. Right. Right. Just, I feel like, as a, like, in that moment, like, you're panicking. Right. Too. So you're lost for words. <laughs>
2: right. Like, you don't right. Don't know
0: how to describe it. And at that age, you're like, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know what to feel. I don't know. Like, is this right? Is this what I'm supposed to say? And
2: everything. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're talking about a certain age now. You're talking about being a young person at the doctor's mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about more so now.
0: Now? Yeah.
2: Because I'm like, hey, come do the. So, one, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being the first person here in my in my room that I'm so <laughs> proud of making. I feel so fucking pumped about this. Like, I was I was putting this together and I was sitting in here. And like, I finally put like the last few things together and I was just looking around. And I don't remember the last time I was so first of all, I don't even remember the last time I used the word giddy. (laughs) But I was giddy like my I felt these these butterflies just in my stomach floating around and I was so excited to be in here. I had to physically remove myself from the room because it was just too much excitement for me to be in. (laughs) I felt like a child. With like its first like video game or toy or whatever that thing is that you were into, oh, yeah. and I was just like I, I felt like I was going to explode of just happiness and excitement, so I had to leave. So thank you for being here and experiencing this with yeah. me. One, thank um, you. thank God for Keon, right, for being there. I love Keon. Ke- I love Keon <laughs> with all of my heart. I love that guy. He's so sweet.
0: How 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 long have you known him for?
2: since i was in sixth grade so yeah okay
0: so about the same time
2: yeah it's been a very very long time i tell people because it's interesting to me because this is so far from who he is when i met him like one of the very first things i remember about him was it was a a bus ride i used to ride the same bus as him and his little knucklehead brother used to ride the bus, bus with us clearly they lived in the same house and his little brother was talking shit to this guy that knew was also a friend of mine. And that guy wasn't about that. So he was he was like, OK, well, we're fighting when we get off the bus.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And everyone's, you know, slicing it because that's how people are. They're going to pump it up and be like, yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I fucking love a <laughs> yeah. fight. Yes, let's do it. And so Keon's on the bus. He hears this happen clearly. He doesn't say a word the entire time. But he's a quiet, he's to himself, he's not a confrontational person. And then we all get off the bus, and the guy, his name was Zach, he's walking up to MJ, his little brother. Yeah. And he's about to fight him, and then an arm just comes around the guy's neck and yokes him back. And it's fucking Keon, like, having this guy in a chokehold, and he just (laughs) walks him backwards away from his brother and, like, kind of tosses him to the side. And then, like, everything was squashed. Everything was just like, oh, I guess the fight's not happening today. And then everyone just went away. And, like, that was that's my earliest memory of Keon. Wow. Was him putting someone in a chokehold. And that's not Keon at all.
0: No, it's not.
2: Not at all. No. So, yeah. But I love him. Yeah. I love that guy. And yeah. he's our mutual friend here. So, you know, I would have never – this would have never happened had it not been for
0: right. him. Yeah, And the fact that, you know, as of today, we were trying to remember – how, How the we last met. time we met. Yeah, there is three different stories from you. Keanu,
2: yeah. Mine was we were going to a party. Yours was we were just in someone's backyard and <laughs> his was we went to the gym. And that turned out to that. That checks out. I, I have that vague memory now. I just threw that we were going to a party in there. I've been to parties with him and we've driven there with other young ladies. I think I just kind of converged. A couple different <laughs> yeah. memories and maybe a dream. And you know
0: what? That was only, what, like 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah, but that's, back?
2: but only? It's but 10 can years?
0: But you, you feel like that 10 years just went by that quick? You know what I mean?
2: May, let me tell you <laughs> something about time. My days are like that. Yeah. I, I, do you get bored often? Some,
0: um, I have in the past. Um, but nowadays I always keep myself occupied because if I just sit still, I feel like time slows down, mm. Mm. but now, you know, like being as a parent with a two year old, yeah, I don't ever get bored. <laughs> I don't ever get bored.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I'm certain that it's funny because that is one of those things that I feel like works in. One or two ways having a child for a lot of people, they say it keeps you young, it keeps you fresh, it keeps you up to date, because as she gets older, you're going to hear the things that they're talking about in her school and what she's into, what social media sites will be popping when she's older, like the things that she will be looking at. So you'll be kept abreast of what's going on in the world via your daughter. And so there's something there. And then also maybe just the running around and having to play and maybe she gets into sports, whatever she's into, like you'll have you'll get into it to some degree. But then for other people, it seems like it ages them greatly. So I feel like it all depends on how you interact, I guess, with the experience
0: Depends on the people. And, you know, I feel like every parent is different. There's no right way to obviously parent like your child, you know. Um, Some ways I've are righter than others. I've seen people like age by their face, their mm-hmm. hair, you mm-hmm. know. But it also depends, like your energy that you bring, yeah, to as well. Because being a parent is definitely tiring. I fucking beg.
1: <laughs> I fucking.
0: Beck. I you know like before before I had my daughter, I was like, you know, still going to work. You know, like I wasn't thinking about having kids yet and whatnot and i'm like i'll go home after like an eight hour shift and i'm like i come home and i'm like how am i gonna do this with a kid (laughs) (laughs) i gotta go home like i'm gonna go home i'm already tired then have to go cook dinner for a little one and do all this but when you become a parent it just comes in natural like you're on autopilot
1: right right at
0: that point like figure it out yeah honestly but like at that time before my child i was like how am i gonna have a child like how is this possible because
2: you're so (laughs) freaking you're like wait a minute how do people wait a minute what's going on here like (laughs) people really raise children like how do they do it i think about it all the time like i'll think about it as my day's going i'm like OK, I got I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing it. Like if I'm if I have a day where I'm trying to accomplish stuff, because there's some days where I'm not, I'm just going to sit in the house and I'm going to just take shrooms and trip out <laughs> <laughs> and just stretch on my yoga mat for two hours. Right. And then take a nap. And who knows? But one, I know that that day is over with. If I have a child, there's not going to be any taking shrooms at noon in hanging out in the house, melting into the carpet and doing whatever else it is I'm doing. Setting up a podcast studio yeah, yeah. for two hours. Like, that's not going to happen. I have to right. take care of this, this little person yeah. here. But then it's like the days when I'm really trying to get stuff done. It's like, whoa. Now, I have a friend named Mikey that actually does a he helps me with this podcast. Mm-hmm. His brain is very weird. He's a very he's like scarily intelligent. It's one of those guys where you just you you want to be his friend. You most certainly by no means want to be his enemy. Right. Like he's just he just his mind just works in just this really weird, abstract way. and put together calculations as he can put together just like concepts and things in ways that like people wouldn't normally think of. Mm. But it helps him with time management in a way I've never seen another human being do it. He just he moves blocks of time around like it's yeah. nothing, like he's just playing Tetris now, and he can layer them and mm-hmm. like I'll do these three things at the same time. He he sent out a, a famous video to all of his friends and family where it may have been on a snap, where he was like feeding his his child, but he was playing video games and he was like video he was videoing <laughs> both of those things at the same time. There was a bottle in the baby's mouth. <laughs> And it was like attached to some pulley system oh, that was I going up into yeah. the ceiling, so he could play video games and watch his daughter at the sit And I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Because most people are now going to have to hold the child, right. hold the bottle. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but he's like, "No, I'm going to stack these two activities on top of one another. So that way, I can do them both." And it's like, it's it's just amazing the way he thinks about stuff. But yeah, if you're if you if I were to have a child, I would most absolutely go to him and ask him how to manage my time doing that.
0: Yeah. Some people are really good with time management as a parent, you know, me, my daughter is already two years old. I'm still trying to figure that out, yeah. you know. Um. Until this day, I still think, like, how am I doing this? Mm. Like, I'm on autopilot, but I'm doing it, yeah. you know um it's hard to like get ready for work gotta get her ready do this northern virginia commute you know mm. the traffic and stuff like that and then after after work gotta go pick up a daycare go home make dinner put her to bed or like do the routine of brushing her teeth giving her a bath and doing it all over again for the next five days
1: yeah you
2: know? like i'm I, like, you can't pilot. wait until she gets to a place where she has a little bit more responsibility and like but, autonomy maybe yeah. like five years old i don't know what
0: yeah. but age I mean, like, like they can brush even her, brush her, own her teeth age and, right now like as she gets older like she's very independent yeah and she plays with herself all the time she's not always like mommy come come mm, play with me right not yet
2: at yeah, least, but. like if you come play, it's a plus. But she's like, I'm good on my own.
0: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> she's good on her own. She she can you know like play with toys. She can do books, like. But a lot of times she'll ask me to like read books to her and stuff like that at that age. And you know like of course I'm going to take that moment. Yeah,
2: that's and good. Do that.
0: Dishes can be done after. Yeah,
2: for sure. I mean?
0: You got to take that moment in. Yes. If your your kid's like, hey, can you read me a book? Yes. Of course. I okay. feel
2: like that's a beautiful almost pastime because I, f- I don't know because I don't have a child and I don't speak to many people that have young children. But I wonder in this day and age with iPads and all sorts of tablets and technology, how many people are reading stories to them and not just having the iPad read stories to them, just right. like on YouTube, watching their favorite little kid shows and stuff like that and having the stories told to them that way. You know, I wonder how many people are really sitting in front of their kid with a book and being like, right, once upon a time, blah, yeah, blah, blah, you know,
0: especially with technology nowadays. Like, I know I was looking through YouTube and there's people that would actually read the books for you and then the kids would watch that, right? Like, as a parent, yes, we're busy all the time, we got stuff to do, they put on like YouTube or whatever, you yeah. know. Uh, I feel like i guess it just kind of depends on the parents i remember before i had a child i was that person that judged that parent for having the the ipad at dinner like Mm. when we're at a restaurant i'm like where's that interaction with your child you just have a screen and they're quiet so you can have a dinner and then i became a mom (laughs) And I wanted my peace and quiet. You
2: were like, oh, shit, I got to get an iPad.
0: Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I need my peace and quiet. Like, I missed having a hot meal, like a hot dinner plate. Mm. Because I remember when I didn't do, like, the whole, like, iPhone, like, watching YouTube and stuff like that. I would make sure, like, I had to cut her food and um, serve it to her and stuff like that. And she was all over the place. Kids don't sit still.
2: Yeah, in so a high chair. Yeah, it's at all. not like you just having dinner with another person.
0: No, really? it's, right. It's right. more responsibility and time consuming. So by the time she's done eating, my food's cold already. Yeah. And I think for any parent out there, I'm pretty sure they would agree with me that like they miss having a hot meal. Hmm. But it's only for like a certain phase, right? And I always. Think in the back of my head, like this is only gonna be temporary. This is only temporary because you're gonna look back one day and you're like, now I have a hot meal.
1: Yeah. And
0: you're like, you don't have anybody to take care of because your kid's already grown up.
1: Right. So, well, you're, and
2: you're mostly speaking from like a single parent household sort of situation mm-hmm. for the most part, right? Like, yeah. you're doing this it's on, a, on a physical level for the most part, mm-hmm. by yourself. Right. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. I mean, single parent or not, like, as a parent, like, even if you had that extra person, someone's having a cold meal. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say.
2: Like, someone yeah, is, but maybe, like, you know, you could swap. Like, listen, I'm going to get a hot meal today. Tomorrow, you're going to get a hot <laughs> meal.
0: <laughs> we got equal this out.
2: Yeah, we're going to switch <laughs> it up. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, But as I was saying, I, I reached out to you, um, uh, Knowing that you were Keon's, you know, old friend, and seeing you and your baby post mm-hmm. all—well, not your baby posting, but you posting these <laughs> beautiful videos uh, between these moments between you and your daughter—that mm-hmm. um, was—it like, seems cool. And then you started posting these videos where you were just like running out in nature, and that was very different than anything else I had seen from you. Mm-hmm. And I'm a—I love going out on hikes, yes. and now we know this because I commented immediately. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I did that or I sent you a DM, but I was just like, yo, if you had, if you need any recommendations, I got a long list of really I'm cool places all to go. I'm about
0: that yeah. because, you know, I've done hiking in the past, but it was kind of like a one and done deal. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, as of recently, like, you know, this year I was like, I want to do something different. You know how everybody has this, like, twenty. 2023 new year new me i'm gonna do something different i was like that's what i want to do i want to do something different i want to be kind of like outside my box i want to try something different like because i've been so like sheltered um like even not even the last couple years but like i think throughout my whole life like i wasn't the person to be like adventurous Mm. like as a kid growing up in my family, we were never outdoorsy type of people. Okay, we we never did camping, we never did hiking, and stuff like that. And so I was the spoiled person that wanted air conditioning all the time. So what'd you all do, uh,
2: like as a family?
0: Uh, we didn't go camping. <laughs> That's
2: whatever you did. There was air conditioning.
0: There was air conditioning, <laughs> right? But I mean, like in the motherland, right? Like, cause you know. I'm from the Philippines, so
2: Oh, I didn't know that so you grew up there?
0: Uh no, no. Like when I go there to visit, Mm. right? Um, it's hot. Yeah. You know, like we're in the tropical. Yeah. You know, it's very humid. It's like Florida, but like all year round, kind Mm. of thing. The humidity. And I remember as a kid I would like complain and cry I'm like, It's so hot outside, you know? And um my parents were, again, my parents were never, like, the outdoors adventure. We never went on a canoe or go kayaking and stuff like that. But, like, um, I remember maybe, like, 10 years ago or however many years ago, my sister was, like, hey, let's go whitewater rafting out in uh, Harper's Ferry.
2: Okay, beautiful area.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. I've
2: never done the whitewater rafting, though.
0: Yeah, so I was, like, uh, okay. So that was definitely experience, you know, um, and then it was always these like little spurts of moment. And then this year, as of recent, like, I've never been outside so much. And I think mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because like now that I've aged, I really appreciated nature. I'm like, I'm not about the insects and bugs. <laughs> if I see spiders, I'm a flip of shit. You know, Snakes. kind of thing. Snake. Mm hmm. Gotcha. No. Yeah. Uh, I will fucking like leave your ass behind if I see a snake.
2: Okay, so you try to go out but you also try not to look around a little <laughs> too much. Like you try to try to keep your eye on the path and walk forward yes, because
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. And um so with all these like hiking adventures definitely a different outlook like you know um I was never like okay, I'm going to do a hike today. Um but this year is kind of different and i was like you know i want to i want to try hiking a little more than i do so
2: you started in january did um
0: you... i i think when things started to get a little bit warmer
2: okay okay um, okay you you wasn't out there in like the 40s oh like
0: no 50s no.
2: but
0: i did so like my first one in a long time um my very first hike was i think like march time frame okay actually and I went out to Skyline.
2: Yeah, beautiful.
0: And it was so cold. There was like actually snow on the
2: mountain. Oh yeah, for sure. You yeah, go but I mean, it was enough. like
0: very, very little. But I wanted to do like a small hike, and I went to um, I forgot that uh, Stony Man Trail, mm. and it was only like from what the review said, it's only like thirty minutes to get up to the top to get a view, like a short hike, but a really good view. Mm-hmm. Um so by the time I arrived like driving all the way up there there was um snow on the stairs and I was not equipped for it whatsoever like I didn't have the proper shoes oh. like yeah I had a jacket and everything and mittens and hat but there was snow I was like and it was so cold and windy I can hear the mountains roaring mm. and I was by myself so I was like I'm going to do my first hike and I'm going to die. I don't want to be alone. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to reschedule this. Um so I just end up not doing it because it was so cold. I mean, it was below 40 degrees probably. Yeah. And it was really windy. So I was like, let me just enjoy the views on the drive on Skyline and um I'll just come back another day. And then so as that progressed, I started looking up at nighttime, like, what what easy trails to do with the good view. Like, I know that people go hiking just to go hiking. I want to go hiking and, like, at the end, there's, like, a prize. There's a view Mm -hmm. of, like, a water or, like, The beautiful, like, hills and mountains. You
2: want to be able to show it on the gram.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, (laughs) for sure for the gram. But for me, it's kind of like, here's my gold star. Mm -hmm. You did this hard work. You get to enjoy this view. For sure. Um,
2: Yeah, yeah. there's so many different types of hikes. And you're right. Some people do it strictly for exercise. Some people are running it. There's so many different types of intentions going out there. People... Have their little rucksacks with like weights inside of them, and they're just running it. Yeah, you know they're running it with their with their German Shepherd. Right. You know what I mean that they have, and they're getting. They
0: have their walking, their hiking sticks.
2: Oh, those I have trail uh, trekking poles. Yeah, trekking poles. Trekking poles. Okay, so I don't even know the term. Yeah, those they're they're good. I used to. I think there's always a point in time where someone like you, you kind of make fun of it a little bit. As soon as you get out, you're just like, this fucking guy over here with these poles. Are you kidding me? If you don't just walk, what's wrong with you? Like, what's the, you don't need those. It, but something told me, I was like, I feel like I should get them. Like, I really, really do. And then I did a little research. I asked some old dude out on the trail one day, I was like, hey, man, like, how do you feel about those? And he was like, I love them. I can't do it without it. He was like, when you start getting older, you'll see. If you want to continue to do this, yeah. your joints, your knees, your ankles, like all your hips, like they're going to need that support. And then I was like, all right, fine. Like, I'll get it. Like, I, I don't care. Some people still laugh at me. Like, stop being a bitch, dude. Just fucking walk. I'm just like. D-. that. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> So the thing is, is that you learn so much about it. It was on the pack that I purchased. Like, it was it was on the package. It told me all this stuff about it that I didn't know. Like, one you burn like 30% extra of the calories that you would have burned because now your upper body that usually is doing no work when you're hiking has a point of contact with the ground. And so now when you're like going uphill, you're pushing with shoulders and arms and back area. you feel that? Oh, you definitely feel that Mm -hmm. for sure. Like when you're done with that hiking, you get back home. Yeah, you feel that. The (laughs) next morning when you wake up, you definitely feel that you got a full body workout mm. um it keeps your when you are on an incline it's very often easy to hunch over as you're oh you know yeah. what I mean as as you're going up um as a way to sort of propel yourself up right But using these, it keeps your back straight as you're moving up, which allows for one for you to not hunch over because it's not good for your spine and also for you to breathe easier. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Right. Um, Just easier passageway for air. So point of contact with the ground for your upper body, more calories, uh, straighter back, better breathing and just more stability like you're so much less. Fall susceptible, right? Or fall right. prone if you have two extra long that arms. That's true. You know? Um
0: because I don't have any of that, <laughs> I'm still kind of uneducated on the hiking part of it. I
2: bought mine for like $17. <laughs> I just want to let you know you also don't have to make like a huge investment to get them. You can yeah. go to Dick's and get them for like twenty bucks.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's worth it. I'm definitely thinking about that because and Honestly, I think my first investment for hiking would be actually, like, boots. For sure. Because, you know, I'm thinking, like, again, I'm uneducated with these hiking trails. Like, I'm still new to this. So I'm like, oh, I'll just wear my athletic shoes. <whistles> okay. So, that is definitely... Ooh, I've had, I tried that. I've had experiences where, like, I've rolled my ankle on the trail. And I'm by myself. So, these hiking trails, <laughs> I've been doing... Have been solo.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking about our dear. This is probably gonna happen a few times during this conversation. I'm thinking about our dear friend Keon. And the last hike I went on, he rolled his ankle oh, no. like three different times on the same hike. <laughs> and there's something about someone rolling the ankle that's so funny to me because it's just like your body dips real fast. <laughs> 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 you just walk and then your body just like falls underneath you. But you
0: and so I assume oh my that every god. time he did roll his ankle, you were behind him.
2: Oh my you? god! Yeah, or you would just hear some shit behind you, <laughs> like some rocks. <laughs> you know, because they gotta gain regain composure after you roll it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's like, so you look behind you, like, what's going on? Oh, shit, rolled my ankle. It's like, damn, Keon, it's the third time. It's like, I know. I'm like, dude, I feel like if you roll it a fourth, it's a wrap. Like, you can't keep rolling your no, ankle. Yeah, no. Um, it's definitely dangerous. So, yeah, I mean, you know, ankle straps, or what do they fucking call them? Ankle the, the support. support, some type of fucking Yeah, things. I definitely
0: was, need to invest in too. Um,
2: knee, knee braces, mm-hmm. braces. That's what I'm thinking. Ankle braces, knee oh my braces. God.
0: When I think uh, of braces, I'm like, we're that old. You yeah, know what you I just, mean? And the,
2: <laughs> and the answer is yes. It's just something you got to, you have to accept, you know? Yeah. You just got accepted. There was this guy at my job the other day. And he was, he, I forgot what he did with his knee, but he fucked his leg up somehow. And he got this huge brace, he looked like, you know, like a robot for a, a while. Like he's yeah. got one of those super state of the art braces, you know. Uh, and I think like months later he went back to the doctor. He's like, "What? Why am I still wearing this? Like what what is happening? Why have I not recovered yet?" And the guy's like, "You're old, sir." <laughs> 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 and it hadn't <laughs> – his name is Manuel. I love that guy. Uh, he he hadn't really thought about that. So when he heard it, he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, you're right. Like, I didn't think about it. But I'm like fucking 58. Who knows how old the guy is. But he's like, oh, you're right. Damn, like, it's going to take twice or three times as long for this to heal than it would have, if I, you know, than oh, when I was 30 years old. It's like, yeah, man. When you start getting older, you, you <laughs> it just doesn't snap back into place. We were talking about drinking and, like, in people's college days, just drinking back to back to back. In what oh, your intention yes. was, I, I've told a you know famous story on this podcast of, this was a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> someone new came and started working at my job, and she was working as a hostess because I work in a restaurant within a resort. Yeah, and. Uh, I started talking to her. She was going to Radford at the time, and I think she may have been like on her second year or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you know, we had hit it off, and I think we were going to make plans to go hang out. Now I'm, let's say that this is you know five years ago, so I'm still like 27. Like, you know, I'm still like an adult. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, there's a bar close to the house. Like we can go there and have a couple drinks because I'm thinking like, let's chill. Like let's let's have a good time. Right. Like now, to me, a good time is let's have a couple drinks. You know, we we have some conversation. Let's relax. You know, maybe we bop to some music. What? Like I'm I'm old. I'm low, washed. I'm washed.
0: we're like Loki.
2: She's right. like she said to me with no fear in her heart. She said it with all the conviction ever. She was like, "Are you ready to fucking black out tonight?" i was
0: like oh. wait wait hold on is she the same age though
2: well no so at that time she was in her second she was probably 20 years old oh. or no i guess i guess she would have been 21 at this yeah, age. yeah so she yeah. so she was 21 and she was just like yeah you ready to fucking black out tonight and i you don't understand how scared i was <laughs> in that moment because in that moment i had to, i was like oh my god like, I'm not ready for like and I ended up coming up and I shouldn't have. I should have just I wasn't who you I am now. So then you, I, I lied. Actually, I lied and oh, came lied up with now. some. I was like, did I can't go like, uh, you know, there's a family emergency. I came up with some whole <laughs> bullshit story as to why I couldn't go out and drink with it. Because I was like, first of all, just the fact that we've known each other for two weeks right. and the fact that you're ready. To go out and lose consciousness
1: yeah,
2: with me is, is scary
0: alone. She don't know you. Maybe you might be crazy. She don't give a fuck,
2: though. Mm. She didn't care. She's like, listen. She's showing me videos of her at places throwing up in a toilet or bathtub somewhere, finishing retching up. And then someone passing her a beer bong and her drinking that, like it, right after. So, you and I are talking about, oh, you could do it back to back. We're talking about people that just don't stop. Yeah. Like, forget about back to back nights. I'm talking about, no, like these Non-stop. people just keep a steady buzz going throughout life. Like,
0: we're, and at one point in our life, we were that way. Oh, yeah. You know, but
2: listen, mine wasn't that long ago. <laughs> It just depends on what type of buzz we're talking about,
0: right, yeah, yeah. it there's different levels of it, and like we in one point in our time, we're like, yeah, we're all about it, but like you said, like the whole aging process is so different, like actually side sidetrack, you know, um me and my cousins, we went to a concert actually on Friday this past Friday, okay, I the think TLC I saw concert.
2: okay, I saw some videos that on your account,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I remember complaining that night after the concert, I was like, yo, my knees are hurting right now. I <laughs> like, you were and it's a say, bunch of girls, like, right? It's my all my knees. girl cousins. And, my you know, knees. <laughs> we're, 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 not, we're not at the club, like, grinding on men or whatever. We're not at the concert grinding on people. No, we're just like dancing solo. And, you know, we got that like Jamaican like rhythm, like, yeah, you know, bounce yeah, our knees out. Yeah. And
1: a I'm little
2: like, dirty wine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And I all I remember is just complaining how fucked up my knees were that night. And I was like, I Ooh. I am not with this. And then the next day until like two days later, I still felt my legs oh, were in pain.
2: Man. The was, legs or just the knees. It,
0: it went from my knees to my legs.
2: Okay, so you. Okay, so yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting a nice muscle workout, right? It's like, but when the joints
0: and stuff oh, are aching, knee, that's my a My kneecaps were hurting so bad. Yeah, that's that a night.
2: different thing. And you didn't hit them on anything. You were just
0: no. You were we just, were like open. We got lawn seats for a reason, so yeah. we can. So we're you had the dancing. space. We yeah. had the like six feet of space and nice,
1: everything. Nice,
0: nice. <laughs> I was just laughing. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah,
2: when you I'm start complaining about home. knees, <laughs> <laughs> knees and elbows and stuff like that, people make fun of me for my bedtime. I go to sleep. Oh. I don't care. See, now I know that you really respect that because you're raising a child now. So now yeah. you're probably about that sleep.
0: Oh, yeah. When you I'm can get it. all about it. Like, my daughter goes to bed about seven thirty eight. Nice. I'm in bed maybe an hour later because... Mm-hmm. I damn well know she's going to be up at 6 o'clock six? in the morning. Guess who's going to have to wake up? I do. To go get her up and get her Okay.
2: In. So, all right. So, you're going to bed at 9.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Waking up at 6. You're getting a full night's sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's good. a
0: lot better now, now that she's older. Because as an infant, she would wake up in the middle of the night. Or every 2 to 3 hours. To, like, get that milk and everything. But... I, I am very blessed to have a daughter that does sleep throughout the whole night. Yeah Very, very Like again, important. like everything is in phases, because I remember when she was like a newborn. Every two hours, right? Every two hours she had to get fed to every three hours to four hours, like it starts getting longer. And I, all I remember, at that moment it was like, "I'm so tired, I want to cry, I just want to sleep, like at least four hours or one hour or whatever. Wow. I was so tired. And like wow. as a mom, like you're um at that point in time I was also breastfeeding. Mm. So I was the source of the milk. Right. Right. Yeah. And so if my baby's not eating then I have like a breast pump and everything. And I just I wasn't sleeping like I remember my cousin calling me I was just like, you look tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like cried to her and I was like, I am so tired. I'm, like, I just want to sleep. And then now that I look back, you know, my daughter's two years old and I'm, like, it's gone. That phase is gone. Yeah. Like, but
2: you still wonder, how am I doing this every day? Right. It's amazing what human beings can do when mm-hmm. there's, like, not a choice. Yeah. When you really <laughs> have to do it. It's amazing what you'll get used to. Yeah. Like What your body, like, how your body can acclimate to different circumstances
0: like like i said like when you're a parent you're just on autopilot you really are like again like when i had that mentality like how am i gonna raise a child i'm so tired after eight hours of work
2: (laughs) oh my goodness man oh listen i'll give it to you i give it i give it to you yeah yeah congratulations on making it happening every day like
0: it's definitely challenging but you know there's a lot of hard days, but there's also a lot of rewarding days too. Um, last year was really hard for her alone because she had um, a lot of medical issues going. Um, was it so last year, starting like January, um, she was probably in the hospital for like over a week of span because she kept having like high fevers. Like, I mean, over 103. I think her highs was like 105 for a baby. So we were like in the hospital all the time. She was constantly getting sick. You know, she's in daycare. Daycare is like a cesspool. Right. right? So we expect them to get sick, but I didn't think she was going to get sick that often. Concert doctor visit. She's getting poked with needles and IVs. Though, so, um sleepless nights because she was so sick like i was just so tired i thought i was (sighs) over the phase of the newborn phase but like when your child's sick it's like you don't get any sleep either Right.
1: right
0: and and then you're constantly worrying like oh is she getting another high fever babies don't talk they don't tell you how they feel right they don't tell you what's exactly wrong um and then i think the worst one of the two worst ones was the hand, foot, and mouth disease. If you're not familiar with that, that's...
2: I've heard people be like, hey, listen, I got a hand, foot, mouth, can't come to work. Like, I've, I've heard of this, but I it's haven't seen. Nasty.
0: They say it's a mild infection. Um, not all parents get it, but I happen to get it mm. too as well after she did um so it's very painful blisters like hands mm. feet and mouth like well,
2: everywhere. oh so okay like, okay it's because that's where blisters. you get the blisters right. is hand foot and mouth hand
0: foot and mouth she had them in her genital area too as well oh, man. so i was taking care of her and then i got it and i was in agony pain right um and I was working at that time, too. And so I, I had
1: Damn. to go out. I, I had
0: to go oh, out.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I was like, because it's highly contagious. Right. Highly contagious. Um, I had them um, in my hands, my feet, my legs, my mouth.
2: Is it an airborne I thing said, or like you have to touch, touch. something? Okay. It's
0: all yeah. based on touch. And it was so painful. Like, I... I could barely walk. It hurts so bad. And I couldn't ask people to help me because it was contagious. So I had to order everything like Uber Eats and stuff like that. I had to like deliver everything because I couldn't leave the house. That was a really tough time. And I remember back then I said, I'm never going to talk shit about stay at home moms um, because I was so against about being like a stay at home mom. That's only me. Like I'm not. I don't. Devalue people who are stay-at-home moms. Like some people love them, but for me, I wanted to be that like working mom too as well. Mm-hmm. I just had that like pride of like wanting to work too as well. And so I was like, I'd rather be home and healthy with my baby than sick all the fucking time with her. And that's that was the case, is that she kept getting sick. I was at work, had to call off work because she was getting sick from the cesspool of daycare. Right. And then right before we left California, she uh, ended up having um, RSV. RSV is like a really deadly like virus, like respiratory virus Mm. for infants. And it's very bad for babies because they don't have that immunity to be strong, to like breathe better. Um, I remember we were like probably in the ICU for like five days.
2: Right, and they had to put her on a breathing machine, yeah, a
0: breathing machine, yeah. um, and I was alone at that time, um and I had no help whatsoever 'cause it was just it was just me, right, um, my daughter's father was on a ship, and he was out in sea, like that like I had to do it, right? I mean, I don't have a choice but to take care of my daughter. But I think, like emotionally, it really drained me because I'm like, as a parent, nobody wants to see their child in the ICU, right? Yeah, of course. And not. then them being on a ventilator right. or whatever. Yes, she was ventilator. She wasn't yeah. to point. She wasn't to the point where she was on a ventilator, but it was that was the next step right. was the ventilator. But she was on a machine to get help her breathing, and as a mother, like you're very emotional and stuff like that, and. I was going through the motions of, like, I'm alone. She's in the ICU. And then I have my dog at home. I need to care of my dog, too. I need to go home and do that. And, like, I remember meeting my doc, her doctor at the ICU. And he was amazing. Like, you know how, like, when you go to the doctor's office, kind of, like, one and done, like, two minutes at a time. This doctor, Dr. Sabraki. Out in San mm, Diego. shout
2: out Zabrocki
0: yeah Zabrocki you know in San Diego he was absolutely amazing and a very emotional support like he like looked at me with like compassion and just like it's gonna be okay like we're gonna take care of her you're gonna be okay like if you need rest like do it it's okay
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: just he saw it in my face having that to let
2: you know like it's okay to rest
0: Right. We're going
2: to help you. Yeah. 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 Because I imagine the guilt of, like, going to sleep, you know? Yeah. yeah. And
0: I, I couldn't sleep. You can't sleep in hospital. Like, it's restless. You can't sleep at all. And he just saw in my face, like, how much pain I was going through, like, emotionally. Like, I'm by myself. Like, and it's not because, like, any negativity, like, you know, my daughter's father was out and see, he was doing his job. I can't just call him back, like it's you know, they're military. Yeah, um, tell him
2: to turn the ship around. Right. Yeah. And um
0: in the end, like um his mother came out to help towards the end and uh he ended up coming home early.
1: Oh okay to
0: because of her situation. Yeah. And I was like, very, very thankful that like they were able to help towards the end. And yeah, I was. That was. That whole year was absolutely horrendous, and then even coming here. So after our move, I uh, we moved back from California in October. Came here. Um, she ended up getting sick again, getting hospitalized in like beginning of December. She got sick again. Breathing issues, so we got admitted to the hospital, and like I'm so tired, like I'm emotionally and physically tired. But at this point, like I at least had um, her grandmother to come out and help too. As well, and,
2: I couldn't like, imagine what it's like because I'm gonna make an analogy which is gonna be so it's gonna be a terrible analogy because. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not nearly as deep as this. Uh, I, for him to be out at sea, I imagine that was terrible. Oh, because yeah. uh, to know, like, you can't sleep. Mm-hmm. You're there with her. Mm-hmm. But he's just out in the ocean somewhere. Right. And he knows this is happening. Right. Completely powerless.
0: Yeah. To, just, I can't even imagine, like, on his end, like, how he felt, like... Because you know I really the last thing you want to do is have someone else worry, and especially as the other parent, like you don't want them to worry because all they can't the fact that they can't yeah, do anything, they can't do anything but i like I try to reassure him like, hey, like she's the best thing we are right now is that we are getting taken care of, like just know that she is getting help. we are at the hospital, like I know that you can't be there physically for her or whatever or for us um but you know
2: that's awesome that the doctor was able to do that though yeah yeah i hear too many stories about people going well like whether it's something that grave or not going to the doctors and feeling like you know you just you're number one, you know or not number one. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, like number one thousand of the day. Like you're just a number. Like get get out of here. Like I got more people to go. Come on. Like it's let's all go.
0: quantity.
2: Right. So it's awesome that he was able to give you that quality. That
0: quality. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: Take your time and look at you and say, Listen, you gotta go to sleep. Like you gotta get some rest. Like right. we're gonna take it from here. I promise you it's okay.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, to do Whole that. Whole
0: level of respect for that doctor, because there are a lot of doctors that just is all
2: based on numbers and and know, money. Yeah, of course. And the, so, I, so I had <clears throat> one on the podcast, an uh, old, old friend of mine known her as long as I've known Keon.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, her name is Dr. Paige Monford. She's, mm-hmm. she's awesome. And she was talking to me about it. And she seemed tired as fuck too. She is a doctor in bed and it's not a great area. So the hospital isn't great. And they're super short-staffed all the time. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, when you think about a restaurant being short-staffed, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to wait oh, longer okay. for my calamari. Like, that sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then, like, fuck, like, who's going to fucking bring me my fucking crown in ginger ale? You know what I mean? Like, is someone, where's the bartender? Is someone going to get me this thing? Right? You're thinking about it on those terms. But when a hospital is short-staffed, it's, it's this, this is, this is real shit we're talking about here. And people are just tired. They're working around the clock, like the doctors, the nurses, like everyone's super tired. So to try to have them to try to summon the mental fortitude that it takes to give someone the time to let them know that it's okay to go to sleep. We're going to take care of your daughter. Like I can only it's it's just tough. Like, that's just so tough for everyone in those circumstances. Like, That's so crazy to deal with.
0: It's definitely been tough. Emotionally, physically, um, you know, she had a really tough year, but this year, yeah, better this year. She's she's striving
2: and better for you this year too. I mean, not only just because of that, but now you're out here in nature. Just decided, I'm gonna do something new. Right. I'm so. Have you seen any like remarkable changes in yourself by doing this?
0: Yes, Um, I definitely think it's like a clarity. Um. thing for me like mental clarity like everybody has some stuff going on in their life
1: yeah
0: we're not all perfect life isn't always great there's always going to be roller coasters and stuff like that um i found this hiking has been like my therapy for me recently you know um and it's something that i love to do i picked out a new hobby that i'm like wow I really like doing this. Like, you know, everybody has, like, different hobbies that they pick up. Um, I, I do bowling, right? Oh, really? I, I've done bowling for, like, I don't know how long now. Um, bowling has been a hobby of mine. Um, and then now I picked up hiking, you know.
2: What sort of scores are you bowling?
0: <laughs> okay, so back in my prime. I mean, I had like the two hundred. Damn. Okay.
2: Yeah. was yeah, bowling.
0: I was bowling. Like I. You bowling. I remember when, with Bowl America, like the one on Ballsport Road mm-hmm. on Manassas, they had this deal Monday to Thursday after nine, it's five dollars all you can bowl. Mm. So.
2: Is that did they do cosmic bowling at that time? Where like the lights um, would come on on and all Fridays that
0: and Saturdays.
2: Fridays and Saturdays. Okay.
0: Um. I never really liked cosmic bowling because I couldn't see where I was. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck
2: are we doing in here? Why'd you guys shut the light off? Like, what what is going on?
0: As a person that guys are trying to make it a disco accuracy. Yeah, I wanted my lights on.
2: Yeah, you're in there actually bowling (laughs) Bowling while the rest of us are just fucking throwing a ball. (laughs) (laughs) We're drinking. We're eating fries. Like we're not. We don't
1: care about that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. No. So. I picked up on bullying like years ago. Um, so, yeah, that bullying was a really good hobby of mine. And I still do it till this day. I'm not in those 200s yeah. anymore, but I'm working
2: on that. But you're still better than the average person that's just like going in there with their family to hang out, though. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going over 100. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're going, you're going over <laughs> 100. OK, I can definitely. I think I can do that. Sometimes I'm, go though, I, after, but, like, like, nah, I'm not good. I'm not good. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not good at all. Because <laughs> people are going to call me out. They're going to be like, Earl, I was there when you were last right. bowling. You're terrible. And it's so
0: funny is that like when I do go bowling, I've noticed the people that who are serious about bowling and the people that are just there having fun. They judge the people that are having fun. They're like, you suck. You That's
2: know so I mean? funny because then mm-hmm. it's, it's so funny how judgment works because the people that are having fun are judging the people that are good. For some yes. reason, you like judge people that are good at things. Like somebody comes in and they fucking unzip their bag. <laughs> <laughs> and they get in the bag and they pull out this one glove <laughs> they put the glove on and they pull out this the fucking bowl their oh, favorite bowling yes. ball you know what i mean they and
0: start like having their they got their team
2: shirt on from their right. league that they wear with their name and printed on it and also just like oh this motherfucker's serious about this oh yeah they got they the nice this, little like, spin straight
0: like resting bitch face too they're
2: serious they're focused. It's
0: me and the lanes, which is good. Like, they have that mentality of, like, striving. And they're, like, I'm there to, like, have a good time. I'm not, like, yes, I'm there to bowl well, but I'm not that serious.
2: Golf is the same way for me. Like, when I go to top golf, I'm yeah. going there with the same intentions I go bowling for. Like, I'm just going to swing at this. I'm not good. I don't have great... Like, no one taught me great technique to right. swing a golf club yeah. and hit in like I, I'm not playing for <laughs> points like I'm not worried about it like there're gonna be drinks here there's gonna be food right. hopefully we're with good people yeah like we're just here for that sort of night
0: it's all for me at this point it's all about like having a good time
2: have you been to top golf
0: yes um it's I an went place. there when it first opened my cousin was actually like an employee there so I got the like very and nice popcorn.
2: very very nice um i I always said you know, I started to become um, sort of like a dad. What are those uh, commercials where they be, where they talk about you becoming like your parents? I think they're progressive commercials <laughs>
1: yeah. where they talk about
2: like how you slowly becoming your parents. <laughs> what they're and what's so great about it? Whoever's on that like c- creative team for Progressive, right. they're so spot on. Like they hit every single one. And there is something about like getting older, and I don't I don't know if women do it too, but definitely guys start, like, looking around at an establishment that they're in, and they start thinking about, like, what it took to build the place and, like, how much (laughs) money they invested and, like, just what were good moves. Oh, yeah. And my dad and I do that. We'll look around and be like, man, they really thought of it all. Like, there's just the fact that they have three tiers here. They got a bar on every level. They got good finger food. At the very bottom, they have, yeah, they got a pool table downstairs. They got a Nintendo Switch or a Wii for kids. Yeah, people
0: come on there with their, like, golf like gear. Yeah. Like it's just like thing, bowling like 18 cores, And I'm like, dang, these people are like serious.
2: They're like really, really good. Yeah. yeah just really like going good. to the driving range, but it's like the rock star version of like the driving range. Yeah. It's fun. There's music playing. If it's hot outside, they have these fucking. Oh. The big fans yeah. that cool you off. If it's cold outside, they have heaters over oh, every nice. every little tier. I have been
0: a long time.
2: Yeah, they thought of everything. They were like, "No, we're going to open this up year round, and we're going to facilitate that."
0: And people are still going. I know it's yeah. fine. so expensive, though. Yeah.
2: And the one here is like right next to a, an I fly. Yeah, I've seen that. You Did you the, do that? I haven't done indoor skydiving. Have you done some people every time I say it, no, I don't know why I act like I, <laughs> I I don't know why I made the distinction like I've been outdoor either, but every time I do talk about the I fly place, people just like again with the trekking poles like, stop being a bitch just like go up in a plane and right. jump out of it, like don't do the indoor one. I'm just like,, am I a bitch if I go do the <laughs> am I a bitch if I just go do the indoor one like I can't just go (laughs) but I feel like that's probably fun in its own sort of experience as well I'll definitely I mean I'll definitely try it out my brother went skydiving real skydiving and he was just like yeah once is enough like you do it one time and you're good but then there are other people that have gone I've known people that have done it like 500 times like I've jumped 500 times yeah that's
0: a bucket list for me oh yeah yeah. That's
2: what you're looking skydiving. to do is just skydive. Yeah, everybody's always trying to like do Yeah, like something extreme like yeah. it, that could possibly kill
1: you.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, you I don't know. It's I don't on think my I have one list, of those. But, um, you know, it's been on my bucket list for years. But it's like, it's kind of those like yeah, I want to go skydiving, but I've never done it. Yeah. I've been talking about it for, like, the last 10
1: years. Yeah, we
2: all have those, too. My dad often talks about, like, getting a saxophone and a boat. He's been talking about that for, like, tw- since I've been born. He's been talking about, like, I'm going to get a saxophone and I'm going to get a board. Oh, okay. It's like, all right, Dad, like, there are music and art centers all around Manassas. Like, you can you can get Just a saxophone. Do it. But, like, what time are you really going to take to learn right. an instrument?
0: And you know, I've actually recently um, I was at a bar with my cousin um, in Springfield and we we're just having our girls time. And then like uh, one of the other like uh, customers were there and it's just overhearing us like laughing. Right. And end up like we end up having this whole conversation about like random stuff and He's a lot older, like he does like traveling for his like job and stuff like that. And he he made a comment to me saying because I said I made a statement saying like, oh, yeah, that's on my big bu- my bucket list. Oh, yeah, I do want to do that. Like, um, I want to do that before like so and so he's like, you Like, it really gets under my skin when people say that, right? He's got to be, like, in his 60s or whatever, you know? Okay. Traveled a lot and everything. He's like, it really gets under my skin because I'm like, you just got to do it now. Like, I'm not saying, Mm. like, drain your financial stuff, but, like, don't keep saying it's on your bucket list because you're going to keep talking about it. And then here you are 10 years later, still talking about it. And you never did it. Mm-hmm. Like his moral of the story is like, just, just do it. Yeah. Right? He's probably
2: thinking like time goes by so fast. You don't even
0: know. Right. Like, he's like, I don't drive a fancy car. Like I drive like a shit show car. Right. Just enough to get me to point A to point B. Use that money to travel. Do the stuff that you think you're going to do on a bucket list. Skydive, bunch of jump, whatever a junk you yeah, want to
2: do. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just do it because like. One day, again, people are, are going to die, right? Like, in your family, and yes. your friends. And then you're going to have that realization of, like, life is short, right? I should have done this. So.
1: Do it. Again,
0: <laughs> he said, just do it. Don't say it. Just do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I definitely get that. I mean, going back to the question that we just went off on a tangent and I never actually answered it. <laughs> when you said, you know, do it. Do I notice that like that 10 years went by so fast? Because, right. yeah, because now it's been two years since I went to my high school reunion, you know, yeah. and, like that's so crazy that it's already been two years since I went to the 10 year reunion. And when I went there, I was thinking like, fuck, guys, <laughs> we've been out of school for a decade, yeah. a whole decade. It doesn't seem like that. But we're like we're old now, you know. And when I say that my days go like that, I wake up and I have a full day because I'm waking up like your daughter's waking up. I'm waking up at like five thirty. Right. You know, on the days where I'm working, I'm waking up at four thirty. But if I'm not working, I'm waking up at 6 o'clock at the latest. And I have a full day. I get up, I'll go stretch on the yoga mat. Like I said, it might be a shroom day. It might not. It might be a day I just go, you know, hit the gym first and go to the sauna afterwards, leave there, come back, eat some food, play a few video games. I just got into some video games. Mm. I haven't played video games for like a long <laughs> time, like a decade. Right. Like I would play here like and there. It's like
0: fresh your brain. Like, you're like yeah. oh, it's something new. But yeah, but it's it's so much.
2: Fun. These games these days are different. I bet they are so different these days. But the day when it's time to go to bed like i'm doing my usually before bed like stretching and my meditations before bed like when i get into that zone i'm like fuck i'm about to go to bed right now like the day like i I feel like i just woke up damn and it's like another day just happened right and now i'm about to go to sleep for seven to eight hours and i'm gonna wake up and that thing's gonna happen again and it's not any sort of sense of you know monotony like oh god, it's like the same thing it's just the fact that i'm so that's why i asked you if you get bored i'm so immersed in the things that i'm doing and mm-hmm. like i'm so engaged with all the things that i'm doing on a moment-to-moment basis that time just fucking flies yeah. and somebody will reference something that happened and i'm like oh yeah like that thing that happened a couple of days ago they're like oh that was three weeks ago what are you talking i'm like oh that was no, that wasn't three weeks. They're like, oh, look, I have it on my phone for whatever reason. Like that that was three weeks right. ago. Like, whoa, man. Like this shit is fucking flying. It's just
0: insane. Time is flying.
2: It's just crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really do the bucket list thing. Um, I'm usually pretty, pretty happy mm-hmm. with the things that are going on and I feel like living in a more momentary basis as i do living like the, in the moment yeah like the things kind of happen because i'm right. making the decisions on a moment to moment basis so then the things I mean, sort of
0: bucket list i feel like is just more like an ambition yeah
1: Like,
0: but it's also feels like in the back in the back of my head i feel like it's also kind of like a negative thing to have a bucket list because you have this expectation and then like you said time just flies and you're like I didn't fucking
2: do that right you feel like if you don't do it I failed right right yeah Yeah.
0: and I agree with you you know like living in the moment kind of thing um I had this you know bucket list like back when I was like in my 20s I was like oh I'm gonna get married at this age I'm gonna have a baby at this age I'm gonna be moving out of my parents at this age and stuff like that right none of that happens at all like I didn't get married until I was, like, 30 years old. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a baby until I was 30 years old. I thought I was going to have a baby by 25. I at 25. I'm like, no, I'm still too young
1: to have yeah. a baby. Yeah. You
0: know, time does fly. And bucket list is definitely, like, after having that conversation with that um, person at the bar, I was like, you know, he's absolutely right. Like, I shouldn't have a bucket list. Just do it. Have some goals, right? Goals mm. are different from having a bucket list. Mm. Goals are more ideal um, to achieve. and
2: Do you just, put you put in place more short-term goals than long-term? Mm,
0: I would... Like mm, like I mean, three
2: to five months as opposed to three to five years?
0: I'll have both, okay. right? But realistically, you want to shoot for the short-term goals, right? But you also have that long-term uh, goal to achieve and... Maybe that short-term growth will relate to what you have in that long term, like you're gonna do, I don't know, small small things to achieve that big one.
2: Like, yeah, and that's how I feel about just doing things that you love in general. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about death, death is something I've talked on here maybe too much, right? Uh, oh, it's okay. just it, yeah, it's a conversation that I I think is important to have. I know a lot of people don't they don't fuck with talking about it. Right. At all. I was in a conversation with a few people the other day and there was one person in that group that was like really quiet the whole time. And when they did speak, they were like, I just don't understand why people talk about death. Like, we're all going to go. So, like, it, it'll happen when it happens. Like, I, I, what the fuck? What's the point? What is the point of all this? Like, Why are we talking about it? I was like, "Ooh, OK, hit a sore spot. Like, yeah. d- definitely they're not they don't like to think about it at all. Like, they just just try to push it off to the side. And I was like, okay.
0: I mean, obviously, yeah, it's not easy to talk about it. And it does happen. And like you said, people have that mentality of, like, death is, like, not on their list of things that they want to talk about. But others are very open.
2: Yeah. My my idea is I've taken a lot from the, the Bhutanese people. But it's just, like, it's happening. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, And it I think that if you contemplate your impermanence here right, and the impermanence of all things, there is there is like a a rooting in gratitude that I feel like is very difficult for a lot of people to get to otherwise. Mm -hmm. Because people because we I talked about it with my friend Lindsay on this podcast, like the last episode I came out with. About just how ungrateful people are. Like, we constantly complain about shit. And we are, like, have so much. Like, we're so wealthy in so many ways as far as the world right. goes, right? Um, we're so, We have so many resources. But we still find time to complain about every single one of them. About having them. Yeah. Um, oh, right. uh, You know, someone close to me. It, it wasn't, like, a real complaint. Like, fuck, I really got to do this. But it was just sort of like, hmm. oh, like. I, you know, I'm, I'm getting a bunch of stuff together because I have to go donate like a bunch of clothes. So I got to like put stuff in boxes and go drive it to the place. And someone was like, hey, hey, that's great. It seems like you're kind of complaining a little bit. Just keep in perspective that you have so much that you're giving things away to people that do not have it. Right. And they were like, oh, fuck. Right. Like I was just kind of complaining about that. Like, whoa. You know, and it just kind of turned the mirror back on themselves, and they were able to like readjust right. like, "Oh, fuck, I should not complain about the fact that I have so many things, I need to go give it to someone that doesn't have it, that is less fortunate than I am." So we all find you know time to just complain about shit, but when you contemplate once or twice a day your impermanence here and the impermanence of everything, you're like, "Oh, like that's a real thing. Right. I should really, really." enjoy this moment that I have with this person in front of me right now, Yeah. right? Like I should really try my best to do it. And I know it's really difficult for a lot of people because there's a lot of anxieties that play in people's minds, which take them away from the moment because they're thinking about maybe the bucket list. Maybe they're thinking about the goals. They're thinking about like, am I on track to getting these things done? Like, am I working as hard as I need to be? Like, am I accomplishing what I set out to accomplish by this age, this time in my life? And you're thinking about all these things and maybe you have a loved one in front of you that would like like to speak with you or something, right. you know, or, or there's just things in front of you that you could be engaging with in a meaningful level, but right. you're not because you're way too worried and concerned about these things coming in the future.
0: And, you know, honestly, that makes me think of, it's probably going to be like a tough topic to talk about. But social media. Let's do it. Has uh been an effect to people with communication like you said like you want to focus on the person in front of you your loved one your daughter Mighty mind, you, mind you technology has grown for so long right um it's expanded to where like I've seen like for me I catch it myself that I'm constantly like looking at my phone and my daughter's playing here she is she's crying because she wants that attention from me Mm. right and i have to step back and i'm like shit like what am i doing like why am i so focused on the social media like this is my daughter i need to have that time with her she's happy she's healthy what am i doing why am i on my phone you know and it goes for like her as well it was like she's on youtube and i'm looking at her i catch myself at moments i'm looking at her and she's on youtube i'm like what am i doing just watching her watch youtube
2: <laughs> watching her watch we, YouTube. we
0: should be out at the playground mm. you know having that moment so when i get older i'm like oh yeah i remember that moment we were at the playground and i saw you smiling yeah when i was pushing on the swing, you know uh nowadays it's everything has got to be documented right like the whole instagram thing right like me hiking like i'm checking all these trails of like fucking three miles and i'm at the top and like i gotta document this shit and i'm not documented it's just for like views and stuff like that right like this is for like my benefit right, right? um because Photo albums aren't really an option anymore nowadays. You know, people don't print pictures as much as they used to back in the day. Yeah, right? you're
2: not. Yeah, you're not going to get Polaroids developed at right. CVS. And, and
0: so f- you have the stuff on Facebook, right? That has the Facebook memories, one year ago, ten years ago, and stuff like that. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah, and
2: Apple's right. really good. They'll fuck around and put together an album for you. Yes, right. Like, yeah. And so you
0: get so focused on everything that's on your phone that versus. What's in front of you, and you know, like, I had that that guilt. Um, that moment, I caught myself. I'm like, my daughter wants me to read her a book, and I'm here, like, checking my emails, checking my social media and stuff like that. Like,
2: what gets what you the you? most? Like, what's the what's the worst one for you? Social media platform.
0: Uh, lately, it's been Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Um, what do you
2: what do you like to look at?
0: My algorithm is all hiking stuff. <laughs> for traveling right so like you know you send me the like the all trails tra- uh, app yeah and um so my algorithm is all these hiking stuff like locally because i'm like i want to go to like a waterfall nearby that's not like fucking like five hours away and shit um so those are my algorithm is like, hiking uh working out um
2: did you make it to great falls yet uh
0: i did back in the day oh, okay. i haven't done great falls in like a long
2: time. But you saw the waterfalls at some point in Yeah, okay, I did. Yeah, yeah. For
0: sure. I actually did it with Brittany. Oh, nice. Yeah, Very cool. I did it with Brittany uh, a long time ago. But I've been lately been focusing on Shenandoah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's so much out there.
0: There's so much. I still have to, I want to do the White Oak Canyon.
2: Yeah. Yeah, White Oak Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to go swim in the little yeah, pool? Yeah, that's there? what I
0: want to do. I, I was trying to wait for like a hot date so I can just like jump in and like
2: ah, yeah. i made it and I that's right at the beginning of the hike so you don't even really have to hike oh, a long time like okay. you can hike half a mile and get oh, there okay. and then it's just jump in. Bad. yeah no, no,
0: no. i want to like do like a hike where i'm like freaking like sweating i'm like i can't wait for this freaking waterfall and just mm. like dunk into the waterfall or like find a swimming hole yeah you know i want to do that um i want to do like cliff diving
1: Oh, downtime, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: yeah, I want everything outside, right? I, like, I said back, back, um, earlier, is like I want to do stuff that's outdoors, but I never grew up to outdoor stuff. I was always like, Oh my god, it's a snake! That's funny, I can't do outside. <laughs> you know, I was never a nature girl, too
2: many other things living out here,
0: yeah, you know. Um, so I definitely, again, like. Like you said, like I want to live in the moment, Um, really trying to like back off on like having my phone with me when I'm like with my daughter or even by myself. Like actually recently I because I caught myself in that moment, I was like, I need to do something different than be on my fucking phone all the time because I feel like I'm constantly on my phone looking down, getting neck problems. I've noticed, like, my posture is back because all I do is, like, doing this, right? And I remember back then, like, uh, my sister's husband was saying, like, chiropractors are going to make a shitload of money uh, here in the future because everybody's looking on their phone. Their position is head down like this, right? So all those neck problems, you start getting, like, a hump and everything back there. All you're doing is this, wow, right? that's so crazy. So I was like, let me get back into actually reading a book. I don't want to do the Kindle thing because all I'm doing is swiping, right? I want to actually physically turn the piece of paper, have a, have a book. Um, So, you know, I went to McKay's used bookstore.
1: Hey, stores, love and, McKay's.
0: Yeah, I was like, I forgot it was there. I was like, my sister used to go there, right? We're like eight years apart. She would go there like after high school. And, hang out there and i forgot how cheap it was for McKay's book versus a barnes and noble
2: oh yeah right. barnes and nobles they're gonna hit you over the head for a good 37 dollars yes. on on our book and
0: so like i found like some leisure books and educational books uh i found a book like leisure wise like the 50 shades of gray books right mm-hmm. for 50 cents
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I got a couple of those. A couple, well, not the 50 Shit's great books.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> no,
2: no, I, did, I didn't get into that. But I definitely have run into some books that are like, you know, 30 cents here or fifteen here. Yeah, it's insane. You walk out with 10 books for $10 sometimes. Like, it's great. Right. I spent. People go in there and they buy $20. video games, I records. Spent
0: $20 on books, right?
2: Yeah. And how many books do you think you got for $20? Um,
0: Probably the stack was probably like a stack high. of books. Yeah for twenty
2: dollars. This knowledge right. And
0: there. you can go to Barnes and Noble, buy a twenty six dollar book.
2: Yeah. One book. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah.
2: They usually they, like they got like the newer books though. Right.
1: You know so, what I mean?
0: Yeah. So yeah. now that I've like invested in books, like after nine o'clock, I would like literally try to put my phone on like airplane mode and then just put it away, like across the room so I can just sit down and focus on like Doing something
2: for me. I completely respect people doing the Kindle thing. I like, you know, you can just, you download them all. You got them all right there in one spot. I, like, I would never act like I don't understand the efficacy and like the efficiency of that. But there's just certain things of the past. And it's crazy. I'm talking about books like of the past. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what fucking day and age are we? I'm talking about (laughs) books like it's an old ass (laughs) thing. But there's certain things that for me now i think for a lot of people will remain valuable like Mm -hmm. i have a book right here right and a good friend of mine sent me this book mailed me this book because i I read it once and it meant so much to me uh and they were like you know i kind of never read books twice for some reason i'm always like well no i read that i'm gonna go to the next book and she was like, "Well, here's what she read was, one, this is just a, a quote from the book. You are never given a wish without also being given the power to make it true." And then something from her, an option to read something again, right?
0: That's deep.
2: It, it is. Yeah, she's she's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's so great to. To have the tactile sensation of turning a page and like pressing down the pages to to read, you know, both both pages that you're looking at and smelling the pages and seeing them flip and all that sort of stuff. Like there's something to holding that book. Uh, And I I feel the same way about campfires, like telling stories around campfires There's just certain things that are just very old timeless things
0: you gotta bring it forward you know what i mean
2: yeah um
0: making s'mores
2: making s'mores
0: i want to do you know i recently did that with my daughter and like again my family was never the outdoors where we made a campfire and make s'mores no it was me making s'mores out of a microwave (laughs) (laughs) oh no not
2: microwave s'mores
0: but You know, in reality, I did experience the whole campfire, putting on a wooden stick and everything like that. So um, it's good to move it forward to the next generation.
2: What I will say is. If indeed, in fact, your algorithms are mostly just people hiking and just beautiful waterfalls and Mm -hmm. this is this and this is that, like as far as terrain and elevation and distance and. Waterfalls or not, bird watching. There are all different sorts of reasons. Again, people go out. It's very, it's much healthier than a lot of other people's algorithms. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people are just looking at wildly toxic shit, just mindless things all oh, day yeah. long. And that's a very different sort of algorithm. Right. So I understand still wanting to get away from that, yeah. but at least you're not just reading just hateful things about, like, oh, the. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other gender, like, you, you know, like, the uh, fuck men, men aren't shit. I mean, I'm certain you see some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. No,
0: I, upon- I still see that. Yeah. But majority of my algorithm is all, like, adventure hiking, what I should check out in Virginia and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, you're never going to get away from that in social media, right. whether your algorithm is this genre, right? And it's always going to pop up, like. Um, on Facebook especially like there's like violence and stuff like mm. that like
2: um, fights or? yeah
0: there's like fights um, you know at like fast food places oh and,
2: yeah for sure you know yeah. the
0: ratchet
2: I've so. seen people <laughs> send me send me some of those like oh look at Popeye's like they got right. it, they got it popping in you the drive through and huh. for
0: me like it sets a different tone in my day and it feels that negativity even though like I'm not trying to ignore the situation that it does happen in this world, but I'm just like, I, I'm like, I want to steer from that because it's making my mood like change a certain way. right? Now. Yeah, there's
2: like, well, if, if people ever tell you like, oh, you're just running away from the truth, like you don't like to see like what's going on. No. I just want to spend my time like the best possible way that I can. I only have – and this goes into contemplating your impermanence here. I only have so much time in the day. Right. Like I just – I can't – like how much time do you want to give looking at people fight in at, at Chick-fil-A? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is like <laughs> – you know what I mean? Like how much time do you want to give towards that? Like, right. like I don't need to watch – I know people fight. I know. I know that happens. I know people – are or being shot. I know that people are overdosing on fentanyl. Like, I, I know that there are all these things going on in the world. I don't need to just watch videos it's of it. It's not all that day. I'm
0: ignoring it either. You know what I mean? I'd rather spend my time scrolling on like other things, how my algorithm works, what I'm going to do for traveling. Oh, check this out for the unique Airbnb kind of stuff. You know, I do know that stuff exists. And you know, like you have friends or family that do post those type of content, which is which is fine with me. Like that's your social media; you're gonna post all that stuff. Like I'm not ignoring the situation. Like this is what my genre is, and that's it. Like I don't. Everybody has is also entitled to their own opinion.
2: You and also everything. you can't consume everything, yeah. right? It's like right. Wh- what do you want me to do? Like what are you talking about? Like I just. <laughs> i'm a regular human like i can't consume everything so there's gonna be a bunch of stuff that you watch that like i I don't care to spend my time watching again a fine night i have eight hours of sleep who knows maybe i'm going to work for eight hours that day or nine hours that day okay so that leaves me with what left okay well i'd like to exercise i'd like to listen to music that makes me feel good or listen to a podcast that makes me feel good or hang out and record a podcast with someone like have a good time i want to do things that interest I don't me i'm stuck
0: in a black hole looking no. through videos all <laughs> day and, Yeah, you know i'm guilty of it i go by an hour i'm like shit i've been looking at facebook for an hour it's crazy like i could have been like cleaning or doing dishes for like 10 minutes and it's done
2: you know right I mean? right it's
0: so stuck in a black hole like for me like i don't I don't have, I've never had a TikTok, never had an account with TikTok or whatever. Um, but I hear people who do have that, they're like, I'm in a black hole. <laughs> Two hours later, they're still like scrolling through videos. And
2: yeah, I try like, not please. to be super judgmental about that sort of stuff because mm-hmm. one, I don't know what the fuck someone else is going through, but I, I if I had that sort of stuff, like if I had a TikTok, I think there might be a TikTok for this pod. No, there is a TikTok for this podcast, but I think I deleted the app. So I don't know if it deleted the account or not. But either way, the point being is that if you were looking at something for an hour and scrolling, right. And your algorithms were so good because you've been so mindful with the way that you're interacting with it, that you walked away from that hour of scrolling. With like four new recipes that you're going to make that week of just like new breads and, and desserts and dinners that you're going you're going to actually make that feed you or you learn some stuff like how to fucking change a car battery or how to mount a TV Perfect. or something like you learn some cool stuff and you walked away and you felt fulfilled. Like, yeah, I, I learned some shit in that hour. That was cool. It's just the fact that I feel like most of the time that's not people's experience. Like, you walk away from that hour of school and like, well, okay, uh, did that. Um, now what do I do, right? Like, you d- it's just malnutritious. Right. Like, you just nothing, there was no substance to it. You gained nothing from it. You walk away empty. And if you're feeling that, that's probably where the issue is. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Your day goes by and you're like, shit. Okay, so I just wasted half of my day on TikTok. Or Facebook or, like, Instagram, like, any video reels. Like Mom
2: Marie will tell you, she used to scroll, like, at the beginning of, an, of quarantine. Mm-hmm. She would scroll for eight hours a day. Mm. She, yeah, like, she would just, she realized, she ran out of content. When was the last time you were talking to someone and they tried to refresh their feet and they were just like, there's nothing left? like you scrolling on twitter so much she had to put her phone down and wait a few hours for more things to happen in the world and for more people to post things that clearly she followed she clearly just didn't her sphere wasn't large enough because there's always shit going on on twitter right but the fact that whatever she was following whatever she was engaging with it ran out it depleted and it was just like you have run out of content like you
0: it's that's like,
2: crazy whoa never what? heard of that i you, never right that. that's what i'm saying so it's you wake up and you know she's hanging out and then if you by if you start by like noon mm-hmm. you know say you wake up late because it's fucking quarantine and you don't got shit to do so you right. wake up super Quarant- late oh, yeah, in the day and you start cool. 11 o'clock 12 o'clock scrolling and by the time you're done scrolling it's dark outside yeah. and it's time for you to go to sleep that's crazy.
0: That is. To me. And I think definitely like with quarantine, because she couldn't do anything else. Everything was shut down. The malls, the movie theaters. Well, she figured
2: out alternatives. Like she right. she realized it was an issue. And right. she was like, Okay, picking up yoga, started doing yoga for That's the first right. time in her life, figured out what like a FOD map was, which is just something, it's a a way of eating pretty much that is most beneficial for her someone that has irritable bowel syndrome Mm -hmm. right so she found out all these things that irritate her stomach
0: Mm -hmm.
2: right uh Mm -hmm. and she she changed her diet dropped 40 pounds Mm
0: -hmm. during quarantine that's great
2: you know exercising yoga meditation started reading more listening to podcasts like she changed everything in that time so it's not that it wasn't there for her like these opportunities are always there it's just yeah. what do you want to spend your time doing so it's it's that it's going back to that intention again right you know um i was i, I had a great time doing all of the this is going to be episode 169 wow of this podcast um and i had a fantastic time doing it in the last space that i was in yeah but the intention changed here like building a spot and like as i said it would happen bring up our dear friend again keon when he moved into his most recent house mm-hmm. right cuz him and his his fiance now have purchased a home together right. he started making it and he would talk to me about it with these fucking sparkles in his eyes and he'd be like I'm looking at doorknobs online. I'm, look, I'm going <laughs> on. I'm going on Home Depot. I'm looking at light fixtures like I'm, look, I'm, I'm about to change the refrigerator up like he's just looking around and he just wants to create his home right mm-hmm. with his woman. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's not really for me. Like, I get it. Like, you're, you're creating something that sounds awesome. Uh, and still to this day. I don't really care too much about what's going on outside of this room. Like that's all her. She can do whatever she wants to do this place, which is why when she was like, I didn't know what this place looked like until I moved in. For me, I'm so minimalistic. I just don't, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Is there a room that I can put a bed in? Is there a refrigerator? You're like, I need bare minimum things to just kind of be okay. Yeah. Right. So I was like, I know that whatever you get, is one going to have to meet your standards, right? Which are way above mine. So whatever you get is going to be great for me. Like, right. you know what I mean? So you go figure out what house you want and then just let me know what day we're moving. And and I'll meet you with the truck and we'll move this stuff <laughs> out. And that's what happened. But when it came to this room in particular,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and yeah, I was like, it was, it was the last room to get put together. Everything else got put together. And this was a storage room. And she said, we had like fucking headboards in here for a bed that I don't have anymore and just a ton of boxes and shoes, just a bunch of random, all those little itty bitty things that you don't think about when you're moving, like not the big pieces, all those little fucking things. Oh my gosh, yes. And it it was just stacked up to the ceiling in here. And so cleaning this place, cleaning all that out, putting the paintings up on the wall, getting these sound absorption panels, putting those up, Getting the table and the clothing, and slowly piecing together what was going to be something that was meant strictly for this, my, yeah. like my art studio, right? Brought so much energy to this place mm-hmm. and reinvigorated me in a way, again, my giddiness, that I didn't see coming. And now I just sometimes I'll just come in and I'll just sit down and just look around and be like, damn, I, the intention is different here. And and I made it so that this room is specifically for this thing and it feels like it when I come in here. That's good. And it feels better to do it and it's so much more fun. I mean, this is the first time I'm doing it, but let me tell you, this feels so much more fun and so much more apt for what it is I'm trying to do.
0: Oh yeah, the aura is definitely different, I'm sure. Like you should did you ever do like a before and after picture?
2: Oh, what does the room look like Is like shitty
0: yeah to like what you created in this room
2: i wonder if we have a video of like what I, I don't know i i not intentionally yeah so there may be a video of this place looking like shit right uh just because we were just videoing so maybe yeah. but i definitely didn't do it with you never intention.
0: know like you kind of figured like you kind of want to see like that physical documentation of right. what it actually looked like to now to your now podcast video podcast um to 169 episode you yeah. know like how far along you came
2: to, <laughs> that,
0: to this point oh, you know what man. i mean
2: it started like, it started it with keon gives, and i just talking on the phone to one another it
0: gives you that moment of like i came this far and I'm freaking thriving. You know what I mean? Like you have that pride moment, pride yeah. you know. Yeah. And like you said like we've been talking about it's like you kind of want to live in the moment, like where you are now and stuff and sometimes you want to think back of like how how much it has changed when you. Yeah. Did your first episode like you said from the phone to now. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it was just <laughs> Keon and I on the phone. <laughs> With our headphones in, just like, hey, what's going on? I couldn't see him. We're not even FaceTiming. We're just calling, just audio calls on our phones. Like, hey, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, like, it was so, so terrible. So terrible for so long. But so it is very interesting. And that started, what do you know, 2020 as well during the quarantine. Mm, yeah. uh, we, well, we started a little bit before, but when we started releasing it, it was that was during the quarantine. It was like May of 2020 is when we yeah. first released. And it is it is absolutely amazing being in here. It feels it feels absolutely it feels great. Can
0: you feel like it's been like three years since the whole
2: time time is weird? It's so crazy.
0: It feels like right now that time is really slow at this moment, Mm. right? Like these last like three months have been so slow. And you look back and you're like, shit. We were talking about when the last time we saw each other was over 10 years ago. Yeah. And we're like, fuck, that was like 10 years ago. (laughs) And we all came up with a different scenario of what we remember, how we remember of us hanging out. Right. It lets
2: you know just how long ago it was and how old we are now. We're all trying to remember. Oh, I think it was back when... (laughs) <laughs> well, it was, must have been in that backyard no it wasn't the backyard silly it was when we all went <laughs> to the gym remember oh my god like,
0: and nowadays we're just complaining about our knees hurting <laughs> and shit from a concert to remembering the last time you hung out and it was not even that scenario I was hanging out like that everybody had a different story
2: I love so. growing up though I love yeah. getting older I feel like again with the impermanence thing the way I feel about doing something you love it, it hurts me that when everyone isn't doing that, Mm -hmm. right. Whether you're monetizing it or not, the fact that everyone doesn't have something that once, twice a week, they do that is just for them. And it's, it's fun or it's artistic or it's creative, but it just, it fuels you in that soulful sort of way. Um, Because I made this to feel fun. I made it to feel like so when I come in here, I want to do this thing. Right. Right. It gives off that energy like, yeah, this is fucking fun. I got some we got some mimosa going, some crown and, and we, like we have a refrigerator like so we can keep things cold. And like I like that this is built for this. It makes it a fun time to do so. So you kind of have to create that space to entice yourself to want to do the thing that you want to do. Right, right? Uh, and for anyone to spend any time on this planet, like not doing the things that they love doing and just getting caught up in the rigmarole and the monotony. But that's the
0: thing is that we do get caught up in it.
2: Yeah. Like
0: for me and life experiences, like, dang, it's five years now. Like, Five years ago, I was this in this place. Did my mentality change? Am I doing what I still love to do? Do I still love what I used right, to do? Right, right. Right? Or did it and,
2: evolve into something exactly, else? It
0: evolved something something else. The whole hiking situation and everything. I'm like, wow. Right.
2: Ten years ago, you would have never seen that coming.
0: No. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Right? I'm like, damn, I'm like 33 years old. And, Where did the time go?
2: And you've seen a, and that's why I had to ask you that question: a actual, quantifiable, positive outcome in yourself from doing the thing. It's not just something you told yourself you were going to do. So now you checked it off, and you're like, "Okay, I did that thing." Now, yeah. now I hike. It's like, no, I hike now for and purpose. And yeah, and it helps me. I feel better. I have more mental clarity. I feel mm-hmm. happier because I do this thing. Right. That's fun.
0: And. You know like i feel with social media influencers and stuff like that i could be wrong um people do things for the views right oh hold on
2: stay on that topic people do things for the views i'm right. gonna take a bathroom break yeah bathroom break <laughs> and slash refresher of drinks. can i get
1: a refill <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. Why?
2: Oh, I told you, man. It's, yeah, it happens. It's craziness. <laughs> you Just come here and just have a fucking chat with someone. <laughs> um. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, back from bathroom break, uh, right. amongst other things. And you, okay, so you're saying people do things for the views, for the gram, for the whatever. Yeah, okay, what, what I forgot party? what we were kind of talking about.
0: I remember that last statement, but I made a point about something. I don't know what it um, was.
2: I was definitely talking about doing things that you love. You were talking about being ca- kind of caught up in the just rhythm roll and monotony of just every day. Mm-hmm. And, you, and then you said something about people doing things for the views and doing things for Instagram. I mean, that, I mean.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Living in the moment versus like, um, like I said, like the whole. Uh, social media everybody's trying to get like the the views the views everybody wants the numbers the views for to get like famous and everything oh, on social media yikes. and stuff like that you know people are they doing it just for the numbers but they're not really enjoying it the moment that they are there
1: uh, you know what i mean yeah.
0: like uh for example like the whole traveling like you see people going to like Um, like Thailand or like Greece and stuff like that. I get it. Everybody's there to show off where they are traveling, right? (laughs) Yikes. You see, you see the the women in their like bikinis and you see butt cheeks and a
2: lot of butt cheeks out there,
0: right? A lot of butt cheeks. A lot of butt
2: cheeks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: everybody's got two.
0: Every um, people are there for the the social media to get the likes and the views and everything. Um when I was in Virginia Beach this weekend, right? I remember I was there at like five o'clock in the morning to look at the sunrise. I woke up there mm-hmm. to look at the sunrise, right? Because nobody wakes up at fucking five o'clock in the morning to go watch the sunrise on the beach. And here I am watching the sunrise at 5.30 in the morning and at, right at 6 o'clock I see to my left in my peripheral there's this girl that's dressed like with like um, booty shorts and like a sheer shirt with like a bikini top and she's got her boyfriend or her whoever that she's with. She's arcing her back and like, you know, yeah. like doing it for the gram and stuff like that. Again... That kind of just goes from what we were talking about is like, are you living that moment of like you're taking that fresh of breath air and living like, hey, I'm seeing a beautiful sunrise. I'm really appreciating what I see versus I'm just here for the gram.
2: Yeah. Like I get to document it. Everyone else gets to see. I I know. I I hope I I just hope that they're happy, you know, because I don't fucking know. Like, so yeah,
0: I, I don't know either. Like, I don't.
2: I just no, hope.
0: I I, hope. I hope that they do feel that they are appreciating
2: but that then, But then moment. you talk to people sometimes and they'll be back from a trip and you talk to them and they... like th- It doesn't seem like that. It's like, I'll, you'll see the things when they're there on Instagram. And it's right. like, oh, it looks like they're having a great fucking time, right? And then they get back and then the same shitty ass mood that they were in before they left. They don't seem revitalized. They don't seem relaxed and rested. And, 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 and they're complaining about some shit that happened when they were on vacation. They're
0: not refreshed.
2: Definitely not refreshed.
0: You know how like back in the day people go on vacation to clear some stress.
2: Yeah, people used to say daily. R&R, rest and relaxation. Yes. That's what so,
0: they used to say. My question nowadays is for those people that do do that are you living in the moment or are you taking in that fresh air do you ever go to a certain location you're like you just stop and you're like this feels amazing this view looks amazing right or it's kind of like hey take a picture real quick going to take me 20 minutes to upload this video reel and instagram stuff you know what i mean
2: because you're looking through filters and like captions and stickers you got to have that
0: perfect image to get that certain number of like you know what i mean like i always (gasps) i don't even i didn't
2: even think about all that you're right like you, you you're trying to make it like the per like you're trying to capture it as best as possible because if you've ever been anywhere you realize that the picture never does the thing justice so but you're trying to make it that as much as possible. Right. Right.
0: To make it more beautiful than it really is in person. You,
2: right, right. Which is impossible. Yeah. Which means it is going to take you, you're right, the next 20 minutes trying to make, trying to bring that, that, that to life.
0: perfect post to get that new numbers per- that you You know? <laughs> the thing you're talking about are so crazy right now. The like, perfect post. The perfect post. Like I said, like. Fucking like mm. 6 o'clock in the morning. She's wearing booty shorts. She's got makeup on. Yeah, full face and everything. Right, She's right, arcing right. her back. Her butt cheeks are out.
2: Yeah.
0: At 5 a.m. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. <laughs> butt cheeks at 5 a.m.
0: I'm rolling up at the beach with fucking like gym shorts, t-shirt, my hair up and my glasses. Like yeah. I've got no contacts. I've got makeup, eyelashes, lipstick, nothing. Yeah. I'm here to enjoy that moment with the sunset. I Actually saw dolphins. Oh, did at you Virginia Beach?
2: Oh, very Virginia nice. Beach, I never saw that there.
0: Within like 20, 30 feet, like they were really close to shore. Damn. Yeah, that's they were cool. Really close. So, again, yeah, I posted that stuff on Instagram just to share. Like, hey, like it's really nice out. Like, you guys should experience that moment too, right? I mean, yeah, like one day and age, I was about, I was about the whole like. I'm going to post that perfect picture on Instagram. But um, nowadays, it's really honestly like I want you to share that experience that I'm having too. I want you to feel that fresh, uh, fresh of breath air that I'm smelling and looking at, you know?
2: Yeah, I think back to my shirtless picture. <laughs> <laughs> days in the gym like just got out of the gym sweating right you know what I mean pull the pull the locker mirror back (laughs) right at the right angle like oh my gosh it's like what the fuck were you doing you look at your
0: post like 10 years ago you're like wow
2: yeah that's (laughs) like what else is there to say but it's like okay that's where you were 10 years ago like that's what was on your mind that's Right, you know, that's maybe how hurt and insecure you were. That's how thirsty you were for someone to say, "Oh, you look good. Yeah, do don't I? Don't <laughs> I look <like> good? <laughs> like, what the fuck was I doing? You know, but that's where I was at. That's what I wanted. I was, I guess, trying to thirst trap someone. And
0: we, everybody, you know, I feel like most people go through that phase.
2: Okay? Yeah, I mean.
0: It is still happening nowadays. Oh, well, no, of course. Oh, yeah, for sure. Probably more so. Right.
2: Yeah, probably more so.
0: But, you know, back to what I was saying is like, I want to live in that moment nowadays. I want to, you know, as much as I post stuff on Instagram, like, but I also want to be there for my daughter. So, all those pictures and videos of my daughter is like, I want to remember this. I'm going to look back again 10 years forward. I'm, like, I'm going to look at posts 10 years ago. I'm, like, oh, I remember her being, like, a baby. And we had this, like, moment together. Is,
2: is that the hardest part of social media for you? That you feel like it takes away the time that you ought to be spending with her? Is that, like, the, Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. Because feel- I feel like, again, I feel like I'm in a black hole. And I'm, like, shit. I can hear her, like, whining or acting up. Because I'm not paying attention to her.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know. I do feel bad and I feel guilty but it is also kind of a reminder of like I need to be in that moment because she isn't going to be two years old forever right she isn't going to act up like the way she is Mm. now you know like it's so it's so awesome to see your kids grow up isn't it interesting that
2: like even the fact that you said she's not going to act up the way that she is now like that you can even look back and say, like, oh, I used to hate when you do this thing. But like, I love looking at it now. Like, I love yeah. like you used to piss me off so much. But like, I, <laughs> but, but <laughs> I love that I got this on camera. I love looking back at the way that you used to make me angry for some reason. Like, right. I like I love that. It's so cute. It's so priceless. It's I'll, I'll it's timeless. I'll never get tired of that right. now because you don't do that thing that you used to do anymore. You know what I mean? Uh And that's so that's so interesting because. I have often thought about that when it's come to jobs people often and I've definitely been guilty of this been in the midst of a job where you feel like you're stuck and you're like what am I doing at this job like I need to be doing something else like I feel like I'm wasting my time here whatever like we've all felt that on some level oh yeah and often for me though when I have left a place when I look back on those times I don't think about All the time I didn't want to be in there and all the sucky shit that happened or the ungrateful people I had to deal with Mm -hmm. if it was a customer service job, which it mostly was if it's my life I'm talking about. I just think about the friends that I made, the fun parties that I went to, just the good times. I don't think about that in just in the same way you're not thinking like, oh, gosh, like I hated my daughter for two years. You don't think that you're like, no, I loved her she would piss me off every now and again. But like even looking back at those times now, it makes me smile. Right. So when I look back at these times that I felt like were unfortunate times, there was a time I speak about where Keon and I were easily the brokest we've ever been. We were living together 2004. It was November 4th, 2014. Uh, easily the brokest day of my life. And the brokest of day of his too. And we had just paid rent. Like we had just grounds up all the money we had and paid rent. We were like, Okay, we got another month in here. And then we both happened. I think he got either a promotion or moved to a different job, and I got a different job. So then our money went up, and then we never had to experience that again. But when I look back at that time and I tell that story and I remind him of it, we just laugh to each other. We just laugh and was like, remember that there were two bottles of water in the refrigerator and maybe a bottle of ketchup? And we were sitting by the fucking window, like smoking a black and mild because that's all the money we had. Like we had nothing at that time. But we look back and we just laugh about it. It's funny how that how that happened. And
0: it's good to kind of makes you feel good inside to have that memory and that moment with your friend, significant other, whoever, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're like, you take that memory with you. And for me, it's like kind of like, hey, I appreciate life. you know, like this actually happened. And you, like you said, you laugh back at the moments that were your hardest. Fuck
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. You just laugh at it. I was like, damn, I can't believe we were really like we we're really that broke. I can't believe that we both moved out of our parents' house thinking we were just going to make it happen. Right. But we didn't really have the income for that to be the case. Yeah. But we figured it out. And then we and we had a great living situation. We, we had a foosball table that we had gotten from my ex-girlfriend at the time. And we used to go. We used to come on. He would come home from work and we would play foosball for like a couple hours and we were super competitive. We went half on a TV that we bought. And so we had this big piece of paper up on the on the wall. And it was like we were ticking every game that we won
1: uh-huh. because
2: it was like the first person to twenty five wins gets to take the TV when we finally move out of here. Oh. Right? So that's how we decided, okay. like, who was going to take the TV. <laughs> so we used to very com- competitively play foosball <laughs> in the house. And, just, and there were so many great times in there. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, often I think going through the mud, like those moments in the mud with people really do shine through once you come out on the other side and you have something to show for it. It's beautiful. And I don't yeah. think that there's an education like that. I think that there's other education, but there's not an education, like, no. being forced to have to figure some shit out because you don't
0: have. And I hope that, you know, like, people do have that mentality of, like, hitting that, like, kind of tough spot in their life. And they're, like, now appreciating or realizing, like, I'm going to be all right.
1: You know?
2: Right. Because that's what it. Hold on, let me.
0: You a more.
2: um you're very uh light-spoken sorry person.
0: i am you're a very sp- soft-spoken very person. So-
2: yeah that's what i meant so see very again soft-spoken. you're coming up you keep giving me the right words for stuff you telling <laughs> me that you're not good with words and you keep giving me the words ventilator was one of them soft-spoken yes you're very soft-spoken
0: very, i'm a very soft-spoken person some people I say i'm not some people say i am
2: well some people think you're loud
0: yeah, I'm like, really? Because I really... Is there like some
2: other mind. part of your life where you're louder or something? Like, maybe.
0: Maybe or when maybe you're I'm bowling? Just, like, <laughs> maybe I'm just more comfortable with that person. Oh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's what it is.
0: Probably.
2: I just have moments. I'm up and down. <laughs> it just depends on what sort of mood I'm in. Sometimes yeah. I'm chilling.
0: I don't know. I've always felt like if I was loud, I was rude. <laughs> but loud uh, is really... Loud. is really regular for everybody else because i'm again i'm a very soft-spoken person
2: (laughs) i can't sing for shit i took singing lessons like twice uh i lived down in florida for a little while uh, around the age of 21 and i thought for some reason that i was about to be like a singer songwriter guitarist yeah yeah so i took some (laughs) singing lessons and when (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the first time i've said that on this podcast and when i went to take the singing lessons the lady was telling me she's like earl everyone can sing singing is simply allowing for the the voice to come through right in hitting yeah. d- different notes like we can all do like you can scream right Okay, then you can sing. It's just you haven't been trained how to do it in a way that is pleasing, yeah. right, to people. <laughs> but like it, it, all it is, like people, if you fucking hear a do, someone like you, like people, they're just, especially someone like her, that's a powerhouse. Oh yeah, they, like there, there's a sense of screaming, but it seems controlled and like very technical, right, mm-hmm. which we call right. singing. Yes. She's like, people at a very young age usually can be a little loud, right? You go to a daycare. You might think it's loud in here. Bunch of little fucking kids. ah, ah, ah," hand, foot, mouth and shit going on in here. They're fucking little savages running around screaming. She was like, but what happens is time wears on them people adults wear on them and they say shh, shh, stop stop close shut your mouth stop lower your voice inside voice hey be quiet blah, blah blah." right and that happens over and over and over so people get quiet and 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 so you're like saying and i was a very
0: loud hear. child you may have
2: been who knows <laughs> do you have any documentation of that like what you were like when you were a child
0: All I remember as a kid is I got in trouble for talking a lot. Ah,
2: see, that's yeah. So
0: maybe I was a loud. And then then it was like you're
2: talking too much. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Like I shouldn't talk as much. I'm just
0: traumatized and I'm just now a (laughs) soft spoken person.
2: Sometimes that's the way it happens. And like we don't really think about it unless you go into therapy or something like that and try to, you know. Bring up what traumatized
0: you in your childhood, right? You know, you're not
2: dredging up old memories. Like most people are not trying to take time to dredge up old memories from when they were a child or all that, and like how it made them who they are today. But a lot of times, it's because a lot of people told you to shut the fuck up (laughs) and stop being so loud. Or at the supermarket, you're embarrassing me. I'm not getting you the ice cream. Stop asking me, right? Yeah. And that happens so often that a lot of people like dims people's light Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. So. Then you just you're just a little bit
0: quieter or
2: you don't speak to people at all. You know,
0: I feel like I've always been like a background, not the social butterfly Mm. and stuff. But then I have other people that tell me I'm I'm not soft spoken. I am loud, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because when I'm around them, I'm a different.
2: Yeah, it's because they're around you. You start having a couple of the crown royals.
0: Yeah. With, with ears, like, no, I'm yeah. not a different person when it comes to crown royals or drinking no. and stuff like that. Maybe, like, because I mean, I'm not drinking 24. So,
2: what do you like to drink for? Like, what is it? Like, what's the sensation that you get from drinking that you feel like you enjoy most? Right. I mean, I know a lot of people look at it as a social lubricant. So, if they're right. not really good at talking or. Whatever it's like. Well, once I have a couple of these drinks, it's not gonna fucking matter. Like I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking start talking to you, and you're gonna get all of me. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, and I'll, I'll deal with the ramifications later. Uh, You know that that's a lot. It's just sometimes it's just easier. It's just right. easier to talk. You you you're don't right. have all these I inhibitions. Do agree about you're talking about the whole
0: social lubricant when it comes to alcohol and stuff like that. <laughs> I- have you ever seen those like memes or like videos of people who are like introverts but when they hit the tequila or like any alcohol they're like straight up like extrovert like yo what up <laughs> Like it's like anything.
2: that it's like that if you if you go on
0: so is that, like, your true self? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. with the alcohol influence or...
2: That's that's scary because people feel like, that, is that way. Is
0: who, that who you really are? I
2: remember The Weeknd having a line like that. I, I forgot what song it was, but he was like, When I'm fucked up, that's a real me. It's a real me. Right. But yeah, but he was just pretty much saying, just like, when, like when I... think. I'm trying to think about what song that is but he's been saying like yeah when I'm fucked up like that's the, that you're reading is that like is that the real? Like,
0: is that the real
2: I think or is that that, the word is that real word like is opinion? yeah I think that the word real is like a it's an iffy one um, mm-hmm. because if you're asking me none of this shit is real right but it's all real at the same exact time so you not thinking about the future right because that's when you're a child you don't think about the future the future doesn't really exist to you it's like right it's what i'm doing right now like i want i want candy right now it's just like well if you have candy right now you're going to ruin your appetite and you're not going to eat what's healthy and what's good for you they're just like i don't give a fuck about what you talk about i want the candy right now Mm -hmm. right that future thing is it's not a thing so it's sort of like saying well is it, is it real? Is the future you real? Well, no, because it's not there yet, right? We're not talking about parallel universes or any of that other shit right now. We're just talking about like just very basic. The re- that version of you is not there yet. The you tomorrow doesn't exist. Only you right now does. Mm-hmm. You in the past doesn't exist. Only you right now does. Um, unless you say the you... In the past, exist in a way where it made you who you are today. So your memories are real, mm-hmm. right? But how real are your memories? Maybe you've made some shit up. Maybe they've been converged, like I did with our stories of how we met each other, and like some of them are <laughs> like some mix of a dream that you had one Not time. Not connecting with
0: us, but they are connecting. Yeah, with but that. you're
2: connecting them anyway, <laughs> like. <laughs> So, like, you don't know how much of you is real or not. And like you considering what you could be or what you ought to be in the future. Like, it's it seems like a smart decision, even though the future is not guaranteed. You certainly want to act like it is to some degree because you've lived so many days where you went to sleep and then you woke up the next morning. So you kind of want to plan on waking up tomorrow as well. So you kind of want to plan for that to some degree. But you also want to live here in the moment. So it's like, what's real? What's not? If you have a dream or a psychedelic trip, people might say, "Well, that's not real." Those aren't. It's not real, right? But, but if you have a fantastic idea that comes to you in a dream, or a revelation or an epiphany that hits you because you have a psychedelic trip because you just took some fucking acid or some shrooms or some (laughs) shit like that or ayahuasca (laughs) out in Mexico and like you just you came to yourself in a new way, Mm -hmm. is that real? Well. It, does it matter? It's effective. It means something to you. Is there
0: like some type of ambition, like hidden ambition,
2: inside of the revelation? Mm-hmm. You, there could be. Like you could, you could have some experience that says to you, you know what? You need better people in your life. The people in your life are not good. They, they seem like they're good, and maybe they seem like they're good because they reiterate and reinforce all the things that you already tell yourself. So they're just like, oh, yeah, girl, you're perfect. You do. You know what? Fuck him. He don't know what he's talking about. He crazy and you're perfect and you don't need to change nothing about yourself. And you're like, that's a good friend right there. But what if you do need to change some things about yourself? Is that friend really that great anymore?
0: They're just sugarcoating.
2: Him. They're just sugarcoating or they're, just, they're not even sugarcoating. They're not saying any they're not even telling you because sugarcoating it would say, well, there's some things that we could work on. Like they're, they're trying to appease you yeah. whilst also telling right. you that there's something wrong. Or they could completely neglect that there's some part of you they're that has been holding you back.
1: You at that moment. Yeah, they
2: they could just. Of,
0: so are they really being a friend? That's
2: that's that's what I'm saying. So you might come to the revelation of, oh, shit, they've just been feeding me what I wanted to hear because they're afraid of confrontation and they don't want to tell me. That I was actually a bitch last week or that I was treating that waiter incorrectly. Like I was rude to that waiter mm-hmm. when I snapped at him and told him to come over here and refill my drink. Confrontation. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, it's like, well, maybe I want people around me that will tell me when I'm not being the type of person that I want to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what, what about that? So if you have that sort of revelation and that happens because you took a substance should you neglect that revelation just because it came from something that is, quote unquote, unreal? It This stuff is just like weird to me. I just think that wherever the inspiration comes from, whatever it is, you just take from it. If you right. feel like it's right, it's appropriate, then just take from it. The real and not real thing is it's to me, it's an uninteresting question.
0: I would I would guess like it just kind of depends on the moment okay, as well, or maybe the topic.
2: hmm. Such as? uh,
0: Give me one.
1: <laughs> um, Well, I'm thinking. A long time ago,
2: mm-hmm. I got put on to a. Well, I think I just found this person on my own. There's a neuroscientist named Sam Harris that has very interesting views on things. He's a, a huge proponent of meditation. And also the self being an illusion. And that's a very, very deep topic. Uh, But either way, I was listening to this guy speak when I was like 20 years old, 21. And he said, when people ask the question, what is the meaning of life? He's like to to an observer and a scientist, that's an uninteresting question. And I feel like a question that is a waste of time. Because you're not, it's a question where you're not going to really get an answer. A much more interesting question would be what brings meaning to our lives as humans, as individuals? What brings you meaning? How can you attain that? What is worth giving your time and attention towards? As opposed to there being some overlaying meaning of life for everyone, like right? that, like what is meaning or how we detect meaning and absorb and experience meaning is a much more interesting question because it's a question where you can actually follow that lead right. you can actually start to figure that out but just what is the meaning of life is just a question it's just a philosophical it's, question we'll yeah. just talk about forever right but it's nothing you'll ever put a pin in and be like this is the meaning
0: this is, yeah the other question is more like
2: the value of your answer. Yeah, you can actually, it's something you can actually do with it. It holds some real weight. Right. You know what I mean? It's something you can actually put, you can make applicable to your everyday life. Like what brings you meaning right. today, right now, and in this moment. And
0: everybody has a different answer.
2: Exactly. That. But it's an answer that you can actually answer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's something you can actually figure out. Yeah. Right? And so for me, it's the same thing with the reality thing. Like, is it real? Uh, it's uninteresting to me. It's an uninteresting okay. question. I,
1: understand. Like,
2: I don't care what's fake or what's real. However you want to dice that up. It does, That's an uninteresting thing to me. To me, what you can use seems interesting. So was the dream fake? Was it real? Sure, it was fake. It was real. I don't care.
1: Mm.
2: Like, But it was. It existed in some space, right, it, within consciousness. I know that. And... I can choose to learn from it or take some inspiration out of it. And I could put it on a painting if I wanted to. I could dream some shit and put it on a painting. So is the painting real? Well, the painting's real. Why? Because we can touch it because we can all look at it. But the place it came from was a dream that I had that was you would call unreal. So, okay. so I made something real out of something that's unreal. So it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. You draw inspiration where you draw it from. Right. You do what you do when and if you do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, so that's more so the way that, that I feel about the reality. It's, it's all weird. People think, some people think that all of this is a simulation and we're just inside of some big computer game that some highly intelligent alien somewhere or maybe probably, future they're, versions they're of humans made.
1: Like the real
0: world or yeah, it's just
2: like a reality TV just, show. <laughs> like, look at these little motherfuckers <laughs> like, over here. You're talking about the meaning of life. Motherfucker, I made your life. You don't even know it. Stupid ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't we don't know it. This is yeah, <laughs> You're probably
0: looking
2: at us like at
0: us.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, like how would we really know? When I play these video games these days, right now I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy. I don't know yeah. if you were a Harry Potter fan at all or not. I wasn't really a huge one. I watched the movie.
0: I'm not like a diehard, yeah, but like, I've watched it.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like I'll put it this way. I went to the movie theater to see like one of the last movies that yeah. had come out for it, but I also unlike a lot of the people that were there, did not have a fucking hat, a wand, a broom, a they cloak. Came,
0: they came up wearing oh, come that? come on.
2: Really? Sh- this, is, this is a cult following. <laughs> when you get to a level where you, yeah, man, I, that it must be the most like followed book series of all time. It's just gotta be. Like, What else could beat that out? For a novel that went on, like, wh- I mean, what else even comes close? Maybe G- Game of Thrones, but I don't even think so as a book. I think as a TV show. Right. But like as a book? Lord of the Rings. What the? F- Maybe Lord of the Rings. But, but I bet you, if you go watch a Lord of the Rings movie at the movie theater, people also in that motherfucker looking like Lord of the Rings characters too. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like on this level of cult following, yes, people dress up. They go Bad. there. They got their cloaks, right. their brooms there and there, swinging shit up the wands around yeah, and casting fake spells.
0: Money, because I remember I was eleven. I don't know, twelve years. Whenever I went to Florida, I went to experience the Harry Potter
2: right thing within Florida. Disney or something I isn't it, it like in Disney, Disney or, or part S- of Universal. Disney? yeah, Universal. I always mix all these things up, whatever, yeah, 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 either
0: one, but I was shopping at the store, and the you know how much the robes were, and this was like almost whenever the first Harry Potter came out. Oh, like, this was a long time ago, right, a long time ago, and they First built the whole Harry Potter, you yeah, know,
1: yeah.
0: part and it was like over a hundred dollars for a robe for a robe that you're probably not even gonna be wearing every single day.
1: Right. Like, Hell no.
0: You know what I mean? I'm like ah,
2: it's a it's a memento, it's something that people are gonna I talked to a guy the other day that says that he has bags and bags and bags of beanie babies. Oh. When was the last time you even heard the word Beanie
0: Babies? Actually, I was watching a documentary about Beanie Babies. (laughs) (laughs) What did you you, you learn? Not just solely Beanie Babies, but, like, it was something on, like, Netflix or Hulu. um, But it was documentaries of people, like, selling, like, nostalgic items right right, right? collectible and items collectible items and what their value is worth and i heard the word beanie babies like you said i was like the last time i heard beanie babies was actually the time i like watched a documentary and i don't i don't remember like how much the value end up worth because there was two separate people that invested in beanie babies and it was kind of those like storage wars where they like, oh, I saw these baby babies. Let's see how much they're actually worth
1: uh, okay. type
0: of documentaries. I never like saw the ending part of it. Yeah. Um, but
2: um, I'm certain it can sell. Yeah. I, I'm certain those beanie babies are going to sell whenever he decides to sell them fucking beanie babies cuz I'm pretty certain his his wife is like, "Hey,
0: you need to get these." We were what, beanie how old? Like 10, 9, 10 years old probably, when they out.
2: Probably. Probably. Yeah.
0: That's what 20 years ago.
2: Things like, it's it's it interests me one of the things I love most about doing this podcast is like you talk to people and you just there's so many different fucking stories out there and there's so many different things that people can be interested in. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that people just love to collect things is funny to me. I did this personality test a long time ago and it told me that I was a collector of ideas. Right. So I often speak to people and read things and observe things and I collect ideas and I build upon those ideas in my mind and they help me conceptualize things differently and talk about things differently and draw parallels between unseen or seemingly different or unevolved Mm -hmm. or uninvolved things. And I bring them together. And so I'm not a very materialistic person. Like most of the things that matter to me are, are intangible items for the most part. So The fact that people love collecting items is very interesting to me. Mm -hmm. The fact that people just love to like touch things and it's like. Oh, you know, I collected this baseball card back in (laughs) 1979 and it was after the World Series and this person did this and then they had a drug problem. And so there's this whole story behind the card. There's a story behind the beanie babies. There's a story behind that goddamn cloak that that person bought from fucking Hogwarts and they're going to tell this story and be like this cloak was the cloak that he wore in the movie at this point in time and they sold out of these and they never and remade them ever like again 5K. yeah people resell like jordans people like i got sneakerhead friends mm-hmm. it's crazy
0: oh i can't even imagine the world of sneaker world like
1: <laughs> it's I, crazy i
0: have a friend um Back in San Diego, who is a sneakerhead. And the collection is from, like, the floor to the ceiling. To the ceiling. And it's crazy. And it's not that I'm guessing it. I'm just, like...
2: Do they have, like, a closet full? I'm
0: baffled of, like, how many fuck... You have more shoes than I do, and I'm a woman. Right. right? And I'm, like, I'm pretty basic. You know what I mean? I got my Chuck Taylors, my (laughs) hey-boots, and stuff like that. Yeah. But he's got... Everything so
2: in in probably wears ten percent of them, if that.
0: Maybe once every like six months to keep that value of that sneaker.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You can't be wearing all of them. And he
0: would tell me like he would like sell these sneakers for like this amount of money. I'm like, and people
2: pay for them. People, when when Kanye would drop these Yeezys. People would go buy them for however fucking many hundred dollars <laughs> or whatever that they are. And then they would resell them for thousands upon thousands and of dollars.
0: People fucking pay for them.
2: Yes. Because to them it's it's a store, it's like it's a piece of time. It's sort of like when people do those time capsules. And they put a bunch of stuff in some fucking thing and, 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 you know, put it underground and hope like somebody's going to find this and it's going to be 10 years. And they're (laughs) going to be like, oh, wow, look at the things that were going on 10 years ago that they were interested in, the things that were popping at that point in time. There's a fucking pager here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Who's going to have a pager these days? Right. So unless you're a, a doctor or a nurse. Right. So it's interesting what goes on with time and how we. How things accrue, like how value accrues with time, depending upon just, and things come back around too, which are always weird, like all these retro things that then people want again, like whether it be shoes or hats or glasses
0: or snacks.
2: Like what?
0: Have you ever noticed like the whole spiel of Dunkaroos?
2: I remember Dunkaroos.
0: Okay, Dunkaroos, right? I was at 7-Eleven the other day. They were selling one, like, one piece of the box. I usually get, like, in a box, right? Like, six-pack or whatever. One box for, like, three bucks. Dunkaroos, like, nostalgic snacks. I'm like, how are... And people pay for these, like, nostalgic snacks, you know? That's and hilarious. It, and it's not, A nostalgic it's not, snack. It's not the same quality of right. snack how it was back in the day. Because yeah. I remember I tried one and it wasn't You're like the same, this ain't it. This ain't the they same the recipe. I had when I was seven. Yeah, exactly. This is but people pay for it.
2: This like, isn't the top secret crabby patty formula. This is some <laughs> of whole other shit.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, you know, like it even comes to like snacks,
2: nostalgic hmm. snacks. Yeah, I wonder if People still buy Lunchables, so I guess maybe Lunchables can't quite be that nostalgic snack yet. My friend, that is a grown man. Boom. (laughs) We'll see. At least, but it's your. I know a grown man that buys Lunchables. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing with (laughs) these? And one day, I definitely got high and I ate a couple of them, and I was just like, this is crazy. Like this is crazy that you would bring this to work and think that this is going to be like your lunch on your lunch break. That you're gonna unwrap, you're gonna you're gonna have a Capri Sun. Yes, a a, one one Reese's (laughs) cup and and a little bit of like some fake ass mozzarella cheese that you're gonna put on this little pizza thing.
0: So crazy about the pizza lunchables. (laughs) I would I always ask my mom for those pizzas. Yeah. Because you wasn't so good. You
2: wasn't for like the ham and cheese cracker. No, lunchables. man, I try to
0: be basic. I want that yeah, pizza. Want I want that tomato one. sauce. Yep. It's <laughs> just tomato sauce and that little
2: mozzarella you yeah. sprinkled on there. Now, what Preferably. I did was I kind of freaked it out. Like I put it on in and I threw it in the air fryer for a couple minutes. And I like, really tried to bake a little like these <laughs> little, <laughs> <these> little
1: pieces. <pizzas. laughs>
2: Oh, I'll let you know how high I was, and like I clearly, <laughs> I clearly didn't want to leave the house. I was like, "What we got in here? Fuck, you got some Lunchables. I'm gonna make it happen." It, fr- it wasn't for sure. good. it was. Uh, you, so are, it was I was really high, so I was like, was really- "I was like, hey, this is a delicious." Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "This is more than enough for me right now. Like, this is delicious. <laughs> got a Reese's cup too, and <laughs> a Capri Sun to wash it down." <laughs> yeah man no that's crazy you can't you can't keep eating like that man okay wait a minute so so now that you know that you're allergic to so many things because they've pricked you with these little acupuncture needles right full of these little sesame oils and all this like what are you eating these days like what's your like water regular just uh water. a ton of (laughs) water Do you drink? Do you actually drink water? Because I tell you what, that water bottle's been sitting there right there. I think you took, you may have taken a sip, or I may have just it spilled like, it to that you point.
0: You know, the seal's cracked. So yes, I did take a sip. Oh,
2: okay, okay, okay.
0: I did. I do enjoy H two O.
2: I learned that one filtering the water is extremely important. Yes. Right, because when you just drinking, like I said, the water. Grade here is very different yeah. than where I came from. It tastes very, very different. So I filter everything. Uh, so this is all like Brita filtered water. But that even when you filtrate the water, you filter out so many of the necessary minerals that you're supposed to have. So then you have to like try to repack. Now, this is just, this is me being. Very bougie and very, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, this is this is first world problems for real. Like, that, listen, I understand <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you got to filtrate the water. But then after you filtrate it, because you've taken away so many of the necessary minerals, right, you got to you got to put some back in. So the way you do that is I make a little garden and I have a water bottle like a, like a 32 ounce that I take around with me and I, I put a little fresh garden in there. Some uh, some sliced cucumber, some lemon, lime. I might throw a little orange slice in there. Some mint, throw some mint leaves in there, and you you revitalize it with the with the fresh fruits and vegetables. So I drink. I try to drink a, a ton of water. Yeah, water is good. It's good. It's good for your mind. It's good for your skin. It's good for your whole system from top to bottom. It's, oh, yeah. it's good for all. I'm
0: not against water whatsoever. Yeah, I just like to um taste the quality of the whiskey
1: oh
2: yes yeah yeah this whole crown royal apple thing you got going on here
0: did you taste it i didn't taste it i'll tell
2: you what okay hold on here here, yeah that's the
0: thing is that you actually don't taste the alcohol
2: what are you talking about? Is that what it oh, that's why you like it? Because it's like I a
0: little like it fruity. It's not like, no, no, no. such a it's weird I don't, I don't thing. Like, to I put. don't like fruity. I don't like fruity drinks whatsoever because it gives me heartburn. I don't know if it's my old age or whatever, but I don't like anything sugary. Um Crown apple ginger ale has probably been my go-to for like the longest time. Um,
2: all right, here we go. Here pass me that cup that is now turned from ice to just water. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's still ice in there. Oh, that's actually perfect. Yeah. Do you need any more of this ice? No. Okay. Because what I'm gonna do, this will be perfect for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pour this water in here. I'm gonna keep this ice. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a little bit of this and see what I. Because when I think of it, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. There's no way that this tastes good. Crown Royal with apple. When someone people start told, throwing, someone told
0: me Crown Apple and apple juice
2: jesus you start putting a bunch of like fruity things with liquor but i'm like what's going for on for
0: me it's crown apple and ginger Woo-hoo. ale
2: all right so i'll do like a one ounce it pour depends or so. yeah it
0: depends like on how much a, you pour
2: it's probably about a one way. ounce pour right there but
0: for me i'm like so i'm a whiskey person right i like 99 percent alcohol and then a splash
2: okay so That's i'll take a sip I'm of this doing. first and then i'll do it with the ginger ale
0: you, you taste the sweetness of the whiskey.
2: That's that's so crazy. That's right? not a bad drink. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second here. I got to be honest with you. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I was really... Splash. Okay. Let's try this again. Swirl this around people can hear. It's not so a pretty drink hear. like
0: most women pretty drink. It gives the carbonation that you want. Right, yeah. the ginger ale yeah and it's not like the harsh like um vodka and pineapple mm. or the whiskey and coke
2: see tequila tequila and pineapple for me oh yeah tequila pineapple with just a little lime in there the
0: the levels of tequila you're probably up here now right you when you
2: say that. levels what do the, you mean? Like the grade of it?
0: The, the bottom shelf to top shelf.
2: Oh, it's yeah, yeah, tequila, yeah. You know what I
0: mean? Like yeah. As you get older, right? You're yeah. like, I know about this fucking bottom shelf stuff because it mm. gives you a headache, mm. right?
2: You got to worry the about The quality
0: of the alcohol makes a difference of your next day activities.
2: Yeah, like the quality right. of weed. Keon used to <laughs> constantly, Keon's been so cheap his whole life. <laughs> and he knows it. He'll tell you. That he would just buy, he would go to a specific guy that lived upstairs from where he was living at the time. <laughs> his name was, he went by Spook, first of all, was was his his name. I don't know if you remember or not, but his, yeah. he went by Spook.
0: Is this when he was still living in Crest.
2: This is when he was living in Westgate.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: And he would go up there to purchase a, no, not a, no, I think he would purchase like a gram. He would. Small amounts We were kids You'd you buy a little bit of weed You right. know what I mean Because we weren't buying bulk In bulk back then And he would buy it Because that guy had Mid-grade weed Like bad weed Right <laughs> Tons of stems Tons of seeds Just like barely any weed there Some of the weed looks like it's burnt And it's, just, it's weird Weird stuff But he would buy it Because it was half off Like everyone else was buying A gram of weed For $20 off the streets At that time he was buying a gram of weed for $10. He was like, I'm going to buy this every time. I don't give a shit. But every time we would smoke with him, we would get an alarming headache. <laughs> We're like, why can't... Why do you smoke this? This is terrible. Why don't you smoke something? This, is, this ain't worth it, bro. I can't smoke this with you no more, <laughs> man. And he'd be like, fuck it, it's fine for me. <laughs> and he was totally fine with it. But yes, at a point in time... When you have resources, money, a car that can take you places, right? You can, you can venture out and have more opportunity. You don't have to buy that anymore. No. Right? That shit was over for me early on in life. Um,
0: it's all about quality now. It, it, you, you, it's
2: ne- quality is necessary is what you're talking about. As you get older, it's not just because you come into yourself and you know what you like. It's a it's a lot of that, but a lot of what you like is what is good for you, like what is right. necessary for you to be able to continue to function as a as a, a responsible adult.
0: Right. I remember back in the college days. Where did you go? Uh, so I did private. Um, I did like a technical school. OK. Um, But I remember visiting Brittany at ODU. Mm. All right. I've been down
2: to ODU. My brother went down there. First
0: time I went to ODU and I finally visited Brittany after like her like last semester at ODU. And her and her girls were drinking vodka and either cranberry or orange juice or whatever. Yeah. And I remember this big jug of fucking Burnett's. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. (laughs) And like a big handle of it. And I remember waking up the next day, fucked up, like hungover. And then as you get older, you get better quality of vodka. Well, I don't do vodka anymore. I moved over to whiskey.
2: I left vodka
0: behind. Right. So, Ciroc isn't bad. Ciroc was not bad. Ciroc's not bad. Um, I did my phase of vodka. Then I turned to whiskey. Whiskey's my go-to, and tequila actually. Tequila is like, you know, Casamigos kind of stuff. Okay,
2: Casamigos is good, yeah. It's
0: pretty good. Um, my go-to whiskey is um, like uh, Jameson and Proper 12. Um, there's probably other whiskeys I can't really think of at the top of my head, but I know that bottom shelf anything gives me yeah, a damn you. fucking headache oh. the next day. Mm. So, you know, when you get older and you actually have, Actually working for you know a good company with making good money, you can get better quality alcohol. Yeah. And it's so smooth. You're not like gagging like it's damn NyQuil <laughs> cherry flavor shit. You <laughs> know, <laughs> like
2: again, when you're young, you're looking for the effect. Yes. You're not exactly. looking to enjoy it and mm-hmm. then the effect is a plus on top of it. You're ju- you're like, how can I get obliterated like, like how can i get as fucked up as possible as quickly as possible like like, like
0: you said your coger that was 21 is was like i'm gonna get blacked out blacked let's go
2: out you, it, what scared me the most about that was i was like i've drank a lot of alcohol before like i've had nights mm-hmm. with my friends when i was younger i drank a lot of alcohol and i didn't black out all mm-hmm. right like that it was it must take an immense amount of alcohol for me to black out, not be conscious of what is going on, who I'm around, and rem- not remember anything like the morning next. Right. Like that didn't happen to me. So I was looking at her in that moment, thinking, "How much would I have to drink <laughs> in order to actually black out?" And then I was then it's, I was scared because I was like, Are "Oh you no!"
0: you ever blacked out?
2: No, never blacked out. That ever. must be terrifying. Especially more so from, like, a female aspect in it the is. world. It
0: is. It is. Um, yeah. I've done it one time. I blacked out one time, and I woke up, and I didn't know where I was.
2: Oh. You said you woke up in the middle of the night?
0: No. I woke up, like, the next morning. The next morning. You I had no like, idea. I woke up. I wasn't wearing the same clothes I was wearing. Oh. Like, I didn't know where I was.
2: Now. There's a very important question. When you say you didn't know where you were, does it mean like it took you some time to assess and then you're like, oh, okay, I know where I am? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Not like completely. Like Like you're just like,
2: I don't know what city I'm in. Yeah, no. Okay, okay.
0: No, but it definitely took me a while to realize that. And all I remember is having flashbacks of throwing up all night, right? Wow. I was so embarrassed when I woke up. And ever since that incident, I've never drink enough to where i blacked out that much because i remember how much i drank that
1: night mm-hmm.
0: ciroc bottle the smallest bottle
1: right. but
0: to myself yeah and then i had a shot of tequila mm. and i was gone yeah And I felt so embarrassed because I was actually a guest to someone's beach house. Mm -hmm. So I was that person, that stranger. Oh, you were that person. I was that person that was a stranger and just throwing up everywhere. And I was given clothes. So somebody else gave me their clothes and they were helping me take a shower and stuff like that. And ever since that incident, that was kind of like a life lesson for me is kind of like I can't do that like i this can never happen again so i've always been self-cautious of how much i drink, how much i do drink i do drink a lot but it's not to the point where i'm like i can't handle it anymore mm-hmm. i always have that in the back of my mind as like there's some type of responsibility for myself because i don't want to be that person in that like party of like oh, this bitch can't handle her drink. She's not fun to be around with. Right?
2: Yeah, you don't we, want to be we the all person. Have,
0: we all have had those moments in our life that we weren't that fun person. And so when I experienced that, I was like, I can't do that again.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't want people to have to be like, oh, we're going on a Like Like, babys- who's, who's ready to babysit tonight?
0: Right. I don't want to be that person to get babysat. <sighs> and I've babysat someone before right and it's not
2: fun. it's not fun not when the, not when the purpose is like you came out to have a good time right but now you can't
0: so you're sober because you're taking care of somebody else yeah no
2: that's not fun that's <laughs> not that's not fun at all have you tried psychedelics at all have you tried like anything that's like sort of in that in that realm no, no.
0: <laughs> never tried it i'm always open-minded
2: mm-hmm. okay
0: now you know what i mean like i mean even though i'm like so on joan age I'm always wanting to, I'm always curious. Mm-hmm. Not like, I have to do this.
2: Right. But I'm It's always, not on the bucket list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not on the bucket list. However, I am open-minded. But, um, I mean, the most I've gotten was, like, marijuana.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe I was just a goody two-shoes and didn't want to experience a whole kind of, like, Different drugs, kind of stuff. Like I grew up, and my friends were into like, um, you know, ecstasy and mm. all the other. Drugs. Oh
2: yeah, they were trying to party.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were trying to try- a party, yeah.
2: but yeah, different, different back. strokes for different folks. Like these, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 If you're into the molly, the ecstasy, like all that sort of stuff, like you're trying to you the coke. Yeah, usually you're trying to party.
0: No right? one's ever offered me that either, mm. or like consistent. To offering it to
2: me. Oh yeah, you've been in some some nice circles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no one's has offered you that. Yeah. Right.
0: And so I just never had that experience. However, you know, nowadays, now that I'm a little bit wiser, maybe I can like microdose. Mm, you know,
2: take it in a mindful, yeah, adult-like way. Yeah, I think that that's probably Which is good.
0: Probably different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had um a friend that. Lost his virginity long after the rest of us. And, you know, when you're a young boy, you a lot of times people make fun of other boys for like, oh, like you haven't, you haven't had sex yet. Like, psh, uh, they you, shame you. You're such a bitch. They yeah, exactly. You, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they, they do that thing. It's stupid, but we do it when we're young. But I was always sort of looking at my friend like, huh, I feel like he's kind of doing it the right way. Something tells right. me, yeah, because, like, the rest of us are, like, mad thirsty. <laughs> like, like, um, again, I'm taking shirtless pictures. He's not doing that. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like, we're all doing anything for vagina. Like, we're all, we're all ready to give it all up. We're ready to do a lot of things to chase women. And that's not him. And now he was much shyer than the rest of us in that regard. But I knew that when he started dating women, he was an adult at that point in time. So he went into it with a completely different mindset than we were when we were fucking, you know, teenagers doing it. So he went into it like respecting them and, you know, talking to them and listening to them. And while we're 15, 16 years old, being little fuckboys. Running around, <laughs> you know, like that's that's my experience growing up as a fuck boy. That was my life. Right. Um, not treating people well, uh, being out for personal gain, always uh, lying, cheating, like that was my life. And I knew even then, like I didn't feel good about it. it. Like even when I was doing it, I didn't feel like yeah, like I'm gonna do. Like I was like, fuck, I don't feel good about doing these things, mm-hmm. but. You get cheered on by so many other people that you're like, well, I guess I'm on the right. You're a kid. You don't fucking know shit. So you're like, well, I guess I'm doing the right thing. Like other guys think that what I'm doing is cool. I don't feel good about it inside. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But so I guess this is what I'm doing. But I would always look at him and be like, man, there's like an older guy just starting to become intimate with women. Like you're going into it responsibly and like mindfully and consider. you know, uh, what I should say with consideration. And it was just it was just a completely different way of doing it. I also feel the same way about traveling. When you're older, you just you have much more. I shouldn't say that. For a lot of people. Maybe when you get older, you start paying a bit more attention. You're not moving as fast as when you're young. You take a second to sit back and look at things differently. You just slow the fuck down. But
0: you appreciate life a lot more.
2: So when you're talking about going and doing it all for the gram and shit, like at the beginning of March, I'm in Maui, right? Just a couple months ago, I'm in Maui, and I'm looking around. Ain't shit for the gram. My phone is somewhere. I don't know where the fuck my phone is. I'm just in awe at everything that I'm looking at. The the people I'm talking to. I'm like, I'm meeting. The, the locals and I'm talking to them about like what Hawaii is like for them, because I'm thinking there's got to be <laughs> the locals that love and you would hear from them that love that Americans came and brought. Not like they're not American, but that came and brought all of this. I should say the mainlanders. Right. That came and brought all this money and pumping all this money through that brings opportunity. Right. And helps the islands flourish. And then you have all the people that are like, man. Fuck all you guys coming over here and ruining our paradise, because I would also hear stories about that happening, yeah. about how they just ruin the culture in a lot of ways. So you're going to have that balance. So I would talk to the locals about these things and just look around. And I'd notice that. The lifestyle is it, it, I mean, it's the, the culture is so embedded in the lifestyle, which I guess you'd say is one and the same things. Maybe I'm just saying the same thing in two different terms. But you would see it when you're driving down the road. The traffic was peaceful. Like, what the fuck is this? Like I told you because you don't want to be in rush hour today, by the way, let's make sure you're not in rush hour. OK, <laughs> we're going to we're going to we're going to end this soon. so you, <laughs> you doesn't have to sit in traffic. Um, the traffic, it seemed just like the streets. It seemed just like what it was like when you would walk around and talk to people, which was calm and peaceful. People let oh, people over. Yes. There was, I, I didn't. That. I was there for seven days. I didn't hear a horn. I didn't hear one person honk their horn. Like just no one was in a rush to get anywhere.
1: Oh yeah, or, here
2: you know,
0: especially Nova. I feel like there's a difference in traffic between the East Coast and the West Coast.
2: Mm, tell me about that.
0: So I
2: haven't been to the West Coast yet. Oh.
0: East Coast everybody's from point a to point b right get the fuck out of my way kind of shit for sure right uh when i was in california yeah we had the the same traffic right like people honking and shit like that being aggressive i feel like california's also pretty aggressive in traffic uh when i was living in san diego there's like not much leeway to get onto the highway, okay, right in like Manassas or any other exits of Northern Virginia, they give you a little like one hundred and fifty feet before you can merge onto the highway. Yes, this is kind of like you got fifty feet, and you better get the fuck over right kind of stuff, and people will cut you off mm-hmm. right in California i just I don't know how to describe the aggression in california but it was definitely different um the people there um is different from the east coast uh i feel like we're more um not as welcoming yes right (laughs) That's,
2: that's what i hear from everyone that comes from west coast
0: not not very welcoming in california from where i've lived from florida to california in the last since, like, when I left in 2017, everybody's very, like, nice. Mm. The hospitality
2: uh, is uh, more accommodating. Is San Diego South
0: California? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. okay. So, like, so, some We were sulfur.
0: probably, like, maybe, like, 30 minutes from Tijuana.
2: Okay, like, we yeah. were at
0: the end of um, California. Right. Um, so,
2: Southern hospitality spills into that then, yeah.
0: Right. Especially with Florida. Mm. Right. That was... Definitely a game changer when I lived out there. Everybody was like, Hey, how are you? you don't and get what the- what
2: part of Florida were you in?
0: Uh Pensacola. Mm. That was like we lived maybe like 10-15 minutes from Alabama. We oh, okay. were at the uh, tip of the panhandle. Right,
2: right, right. when
0: people think of Florida, they're like, they're not. oh, Orlando. Yeah. All right. Miami. Oh, Miami. <laughs> yeah, Tampa yeah. even. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we were at the tip of the panhandle and Like, just going to a grocery store or going on a walk, everybody would say hi. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Just barking up random conversations. Here in Northern Virginia, everybody got this damn, like, resting bitch face. Mm. Like, they're not very approachable. So
2: interesting how different regions can, like, bring that out of you. It's so interesting.
0: You know, West Coast is very chill. Like, everybody there is, like... Pretty chill, but also San Diego is like very, everybody travels to San Diego. So you don't have the local San Diegans or maybe I haven't really met much. Um, the people I did meet is usually at the place I work at. Right.
2: Well, what, what I found interesting when I, I took a trip out to Bowling Green, Kentucky a couple of years ago to mm-hmm. go to Mammoth Cave, which is like the largest cavern system in the world. It's oh. like a beautiful place. Cool. But what i realized there was that there i did not see one political sign anywhere like there was no trump for president or biden for pre- like there was no affiliation you, you couldn't i mean clearly people had them in their minds and in their hearts like they're yeah. they're voting but you didn't see it on their lawns or posted on the side of a store or anything like you didn't see it And I thought it was so interesting that in some places, that's all the talk. Like, we're going to let you know it's in my front yard. I'm letting you know who I'm voting for. I hope that you're voting for him, too. You know what I mean? But like when I went over there, people had that Southern hospitality. Everyone was so nice, so welcoming, waving from across the street, all that sort of shit. And there was just none of like no one was bringing up anything political whatsoever. It just wasn't at the forefront of their minds as much as it is being right next to the nation's capital. Right. Right. So it's just, it's so interesting how different regions, it is. you it know. It makes you have like a fresher breath there. Like, it's yes. Like, not everywhere is like this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's what they say about traveling, right? That's been something that Keon has again talked to me about so often. It's just, oh yeah. you got to get out. You got to go travel. You got to go see some other places. And a lot of it is like, I've told them, yeah, sure. Like, listen, I'm not against traveling because I haven't done a ton of traveling in my life. I'm not against it. It's just that I feel like a lot of the times the reasons that people go traveling are like sometimes are the wrong reasons. Like they're trying to run away from something. They're, They're not happy at home. They're like, oh, God, I can't fucking wait till this vacation. I can't wait till the vacation. And then they get on the vacation. And they're like, man, fuck, like only like six days until we go home. you know, like they're constantly in the future thinking about like the next thing or they're sitting up there with their butt cheeks out at five thirty in the morning on the beach taking photos and they're not really enjoying the sunrise. Right. So a lot of those intentions just get muddled and they muddied and weird. And I'm like, if I go. It'll be for the right reasons and I'll be there and I'll be experiencing and learning in my consciousness I'm certain will be expanded I'm certain that my perspective will be expanded just experiencing right. other people doing other things and realizing even though I already know other people just do d- different things and you don't have to go to a different country sometimes just one state to the left they're doing things completely different they're it, just they're yeah. feeling different they're having different conversations they're they're looking at each other they're not as many phones When's and, the last it's
1: weird you went on vacation?
2: No, that was that was in March okay. to Maui. March in March. Okay. Yeah, that that was Maui. That was a it was an impromptu trip, real fast that happened.
0: And you actually enjoy talking talking to the locals. You know what's really weird is I remember growing up as a kid and my parents always talking to every fucking adult anywhere we go. Right? I'm like, That's my dad, stop talking. Like, yeah, I'm here forever. I'm like, when are we gonna go like putt putt and shit? And now that I'm at this age of, like, wanting to travel and really opening and talking to other people, I'm like, I get why other people want to talk to other people on vacation. Why they're very friendly and stuff like that.
2: It just, yeah. Like, me having this podcast has been so educational for me, like, because not even in the sense that I just gain like, little tidbit facts. Like, that's fun, too. Mm. But that it expands my perspective simply talking to someone. It's it's a a microcosm of traveling. Like I'm traveling inside of your mind to some degree. Right. right? And then the people that listen to this get to travel in both of our minds and like (laughs) hear how we think about things and how our perspective came to be our perspective. And having those things play off of one another, it expands it because it's like, oh, I've never spoken to anyone that has spoken like that before, or have had, or expressed these feelings about the way that she raises her daughter, or you know, some of the trials and tribulations of doing that in her own very unique way, and vice versa with me. Like you, just you don't know what other people have not heard before, what perspectives they have not been presented with or open to. Uh, and some, it would it would surprise you. I think it would surprise all of us to know. What other people have not been exposed to and what they have been exposed to. Because sometimes I just say what to me seems like very run of the mill, very basic things for me. And I'll say it to someone, they're like, Whoa, I've never thought about it like that before. That changes everything about the way that I think about it. And I'm like, Whoa, really? Mm -hmm. I would have never thought that's not my intention that's not why I said it I wasn't trying to do this for you I was just talking I was just having a conversation with you but you just never know what you have to offer the last person I did this the person that gave me this book Illusions Mm -hmm. uh, Lindsay she (laughs) so honest beautiful part of the podcast it was like 20 minutes in she was like what's the point of this why are we doing this right now (laughs) and I was like Lindsay you're the first person to ever ask in the middle of the podcast, why are we podcasting right now? Like, what? Because she was like, we're hanging out. We would have had this conversation over coffee in the morning anyway. So why are we recording it? Like, what, like, what are we doing this for? And I was like, that's a great question to ask. It was like I think it's one of those questions where you don't quite know the answer until you know the answer. Like sometimes right. answers will be presented to you and you'll be like, oh, well, that's a good reason as to why I should keep doing this. I didn't think about that before. But. She was like, I feel like I don't have anything to tell the world. Like, I don't have anything to tell anyone. I don't have any wisdom to impart. Like, I don't. I don't. I'm don't. i like, what you have to give is you. Mm-hmm. You're the only you that has ever existed in this whole world. Ever. Ever. Since human beings were alive. Right. You were the first you to ever be here. With your own very unique perspective. And you will never exist again. We'll never meet you ever again. Right. I'll never I'm meeting the the, the one and only may right. I, and I'll never get this perspective ever again from any other human being ever because they're not you. So that's exclusivity right there. Right. Like I, I'm speaking to the one and only mm-hmm. that's that's huge. But people don't don't see it that way And this that's happening right now is the first time in human history that this has happened that earl Lonnie hooks this person this soul this spirit this being this whatever is speaking to this other person in these set of circumstances this is the only time that this has happened ever that's something to cherish i
0: I could agree with her it's just kind of like like i said like for me i was like what am i supposed to talk with this podcast like i've never done this before i'm always open-minded to trying something new i'm like you know, I listen to other people's podcasts and right. they have topics that are written down and everything. And I'm just like, you know, the whole time I was driving, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to talk about with them? Like, is there like certain topics we're supposed to talk about, what we're supposed to avoid, all these expectations? And also in my head, I'm just like, if I talk about this topic, what are people going to think about mm. me? Right? But at the same time, like I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. Like, this is this is my view. And I don't expect you to agree with me in any of what I just said in this podcast. Um, I think I had like in the back of my mind the whole time, just like, what are people gonna think of me during this whole entire podcast? Right. I always had this like negative thing, but like also moving forward, I'm like why do I care? Why do I care about people's opinion about what I'm presenting of my perspective, my opinion? Everybody's got entitled to their own opinion stuff. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just chill.
1: Yeah!
0: (laughs) I'm getting getting overworked and overthinking situations. But, you know, that's humanity.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of what's going on all the time. And there have been so most of the people that have come on say the exact same thing they're just like what do I have to say what am I supposed to say what matters what's important what's funny like is this even like is this worth listening to like what are we doing here what are we doing here i'm like listen we're chatting we're having a conversation it will amaze you i, I bet you you know 20 years ago 25 years ago if you told someone that reality television would just be the thing they're just watching people walk around and live their life. They're like, you can make a show like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and that'd be one of the biggest shows, just watching someone live their mm-hmm. life. And it is, right? We have some insatiable thirst to know what's going on with other people and know that we're not alone in our thinking, right? right? And so there are, there are going to be so many things that you've said today that are going to really touch and resonate with certain people. And they're like, oh, f- okay. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, when I talk about, like, just being super fucking tired with my child, like, okay, I don't have to feel bad about that. Like, I'm not the only one. Like, okay, all right, Like all right. All right. Like, I'm not the only one. Or, you know what? Like, fuck, my son has been sick. Like, okay, like, I'm listening to her and the way that she dealt with it and all that. Like, she got through it. And she still questions what she's doing. But she knows that she's doing it every single day. Like, okay, that gives me a little bit of strength to f- continue on with what I'm it doing. Gives
0: them kind of
1: comfort. Like, yeah. with the
0: podcast that I've listened to. it's like everything i'm like oh i'm not the only person experiencing this i'm not
1: alone
2: you know and i think ultimately for people whether you're just listening to a podcast or you got your butt cheeks out on instagram you're just looking for connection right and i think everybody wants to feel like (laughs) (laughs) you know they're not alone out here because uh as populated as this fucking rock, this spinning rock is that we all inhabit. Mm -hmm. It's so eerily lonely for so many people. Um, And so I think everyone's not going to be having a three hour long conversation with a stranger, you know, a new friend or an old friend or whatever the case is. So they listen to us do it and that does it for them. This has been episode 169. Thank you very much for being here. You're awesome. I appreciate you. This has been awesome.
1: We love you, Keon. (laughs) Peace.